Hey everyone, this is Norm Ferrari, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another special Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Today, we made it 500 episodes. So today I want to uh, just, first of all, thank our community. And judging by what I see and how many people are already in the comment section, thank you so much. I say this at the end of every podcast, but I'm going to say it at the beginning we want to thank our community because you guys are awesome. We could never have gone to 500 episodes without you. Also, we're going to be having a whole bunch of different uh, past guests on. They're going to be providing uh, about a five-minute uh, tip. We're also going to be having panels. And throughout the episode, this isn't an hour long. Ugh. Fetal position time. It's four hours long. And during this time period, we're going to be giving away four prizes. And at the end, it's going to be the biggest prize we've ever given away on Lunch with Norm. So thank you and welcome to our 500th uh, Lunch with Norm podcast, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. <laughs> Oh my God, my kids. Uh, <laughs> and on uh, talking about my kids, why don't I bring them in? Two out of the three anyways. All right. Hello, hello. Oh my Hola. God. And I'm not crying. I got a hair in my eye. Happy 500, everyone. <laughs> well, yes, yes. Did. Man, did you ever think when we were out there smoking a cigar? And by the way, I have this cigar here because after the four hours of constant talking... This is what I'm doing. I'm going to go and have a nice Perdomo cigar out on the balcony. There Just saying. We need to get you sponsored, I think. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to first welcome everyone from our 500 episode. We've got so many people joining us already. Um, I know I see a Facebook issue or we're having some issues on Facebook page or Facebook group. So it looks like LinkedIn and YouTube are where people need to be to watch this. Um, but thank you so much. We've got so many comments coming in. It's great to see everyone. And uh, we've got so much packed in for today. We've got videos, um, which we can start at any time. Um, <laughs> some, yeah, it's going to be packed. It's, we've got lots planned. Um, and oh, Talal, Amar, we've got Gabriel joining us, Wilfred, we got Marina, Hand99, Simon, we've got the Bearded Mimic, <laughs> Rads, Ali. Irish, Karen, so many people. Um, so uh, good to see everyone. Welcome. Comments, get them in there. Questions. It's going to be four hours long. This is a crazy episode. But um, yeah, welcome to Lunch with Norm. And Norm, I don't know if we should jump into some of the goodies that we've already had. But uh, I I don't know. We're going to mess up. This will be a blooper reel just by itself by the time we're over. So speaking of bloopers, let's start with one. Anyway, uh, so anyways, 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 that, that's a, anyway, anyways, 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 it works. Anyway, anyways, 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 and anyways, and so, uh, anyways, uh, um, <laughs> Many sides anyway, <laughs> let's get on with it. <laughs> All right. So just for those, um, obviously we have the big giveaway happening. We're doing four giveaways in total. 
Um, the biggest, obviously, we'll save to the end, but we've got three other giveaways that we're going to be giving away. And because there's just so many giveaways packed into that final giveaway, anyone that any prizes that don't get claimed by that main giveaway, um, they get rolled down to the other giveaways. So the giveaways are going to probably be growing and growing. And uh, yeah, we've got lots packed in. But uh, yeah, welcome everyone. And um, yeah, do you want to share maybe just a quick story of how this all started? Yeah, sure. So, uh, and thank you, Kelsey. You're keeping this on track, by the way. Hey, this was interesting. This is a COVID project. Lunch with Norm was a COVID project. And I think all of us, except Quentin, that's my other son, sitting on the balcony, having a cigar. Yeah. <laughs> having a cigar. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, it just came up. It's, it actually started with a different podcast, believe it or not. Uh, it started out with, uh, talking to somebody and I said, Oh uh, yeah, don't worry. I can, I, I know this guy. Then another phone call came in all within a period of about 15, 20 minutes. And I said, oh, I know this guy and third one. And so I'm not sure who it was. It was Hayden or Kelsey said, you should do a podcast. And I said, I'm I, no way. I'm not going to do a podcast that first of all, I don't think I'd be any good at it. I'm not a good interviewer. Uh, let's just uh, move on. They talked me into it, and we started the first podcast called Lunch with Norm. Then uh, Kelsey saw, I think it was Kelsey, saw my social media, and he says, your social media is horrible. You got surfboards, tattoos, and yeah, it was about four pictures. And he says, I'll, I, I'll take that over, and I'll start doing some social media just to, you know, for your brand. And I thought, okay, because I didn't have social media, really except if you like surfboards or tattoos or cigars. And, and like I said, there was four, four pictures up there with about 10 people following. And uh, then it was, well, why don't we do some content? We got to get content for this. And all right, we'll do some content. This actually moves me to my next guest that'll be on. And that's Danny. We got talking and he said, um, uh, you know, why don't you do a podcast? And then, it went from there, but we'll talk to Danny about that in a second, but that's how it started. And I think the first podcast we did, we were late. I was in the fetal position. You guys were just saying, chill out, chill out. And uh, it's, it has evolved since that very first one, which I've never watched the podcast. I don't like watching myself at all, especially those beginning ones. So, Oh God, don't do that. Don't don't do a watch along plan of the whole first <laughs> yeah. episode. No, 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 no. Very first episode. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, you're not. You're not. Hopefully you can hear the hey audio. Everyone, it's Norm Ferrar, the beard guy. And this is my first live event, other than photobombing other people. Anyways, uh hope there we go. Anyways. watching. If not, we're gonna do this every week and uh just kind of get on and answer people's questions. So anyways, why don't you just grab a coffee, grab your lunch, sit back, and we're going to talk a little bit today about... Uh, okay, can you take that if off? Has Thank um, you. All right. And I also want to give a shout out to Neil, who gave me the idea for the Anyways content and Hayden <laughs> for editing. Um, and yes, Norm was late today, <laughs> as usual. But uh, yeah, we've got a lot planned. Um, and we should probably throw it over to a sponsor right now. Um, and we'll be back with uh, Danny McMillan.
um, and learn about how this all started. So um, we'll be back in just a second and see you then. I'm incredibly excited to have Amazing.com as a sponsor. It's where my Amazon journey began. In fact, my debut as a speaker was at ASM 17, thanks to an invitation from Matt Clark and Jason Katzenbeck. They've always been there for me, and this is no exception. CEO of Amazing.com, Mike McClary, is going to shed light on his conversion bomb strategy, an innovation from SellerCon designed to skyrocket your Amazon sales. And here's the icing on the cake. One lucky person will secure an Amazing Academy Platinum membership valued over $2,400. This includes in-depth training with the recent Amazon selling machine, one-on-one -on -one support, weekly coaching sessions, exclusive monthly masterclasses, and an entire year's access to Zoof's ultimate software. Now this is valued at $197 a month. So all I can say is amazing.com. You're amazing. And thanks for all your support. There we go. Okay. I'm not going to say anyways, but I guess we should get started. Uh, Kels, how do you want to do this? Um, just a quick introduction to our guest. That's right. All right. So our guest today is Danny McMillan. Um, as Norm mentioned, Danny was probably one of the driving forces behind really getting Lunch with Norm started, um, giving Norm a push. He also probably was the one that convinced him to do it three times a week, which Danny, I got to say, thank you for that. Uh, you've added to my workload quite a bit from that from that uh, talk you had with Norm. But uh, let's bring on Danny. And uh, here we go. Our first guest. All right. Doing, there he is. How are you, sir? I'm good. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you fine. I, I'm used to that elaborate studio you have. Yeah, I am away at the moment. I'm just taking a little bit of downtime before Q4, um, as obviously that's coming up just shortly. So I thought I'd take a couple of days out because everyone goes into war mode, and then three months is a long time. So I've taken a bit of time out. Um, I'll be back home on Sunday, back in the studio from the normal surroundings. Um, but first things I'd like to say, Norm, is congratulations. I told you, you that consistency is key. In COVID, I've done that stretch of 77 podcasts seven days a week. I don't know how right? you did so that. So we've done it 77 days in a row. And everyone, like, well, I say everyone. Lots of people come to me. There were six people in total come to me. And I'm very open. You know me. I, like, I don't care. I don't think <laughs> about competition. I'm like, look, if you want to do this, this is what you've got to do. And I spent 90 minutes with everyone. You're the only living survivor from all of those conversations. No one did what you did. And you've now hit 500. I'm very proud. And I think you can now see two to three years later, after you do the work, you can't apply the first 100 episodes. You just throw them in the bin because you're awful. Not saying oh, I'm you are, so glad you said that. <laughs> so basically, for me, is that I can't bear to look at previous episodes. They are yeah. absolutely terrible. And when I brought Isabella and um, Sharon on, my job was to make sure we could get them up to speed as fast as possible with like real-time feedback. Both of them got it almost instantly. Six, seven, eight. 
They found their cadence, they found their rhythm, and they found their voice. So I never had that um, behind me. I just had to just drum out 100, 200 episodes and just uh, be in, like embarrass myself. Um, but it's good to see that out of that period, that some, you know, out of the six people, you just went on and nailed it. So congratulations. It's a massive milestone. It is a lot of work. And, yeah, just all I can say is I'm proud of you. Hey, thanks, Danny. And, and people don't understand that, or even you, uh, when you when I went to you and you were starting to talk about this, you know, you said, oh, you know, it was you that did it. But it really does take the, you know, just that encouragement, that little prod, you know, because there was there was a few times that I called and just getting some advice and hearing you and talking about consistency and talking about, you know, just little things, little pointers that really did yeah. help out with the podcast. And as you can see from podcast number one, which yeah. we were just starting to do YouTube content to that, uh, there's been a slight changes. So you're right. Uh, I, I'd throw probably the first 200 in the bin. <laughs> yeah, I do. I've actually, I'm, I'm, we're, we're over a thousand now, um, but I'd probably Jeez. throw at least 500 in the bin. I'll tell you a, a funny little story. The other day, um, <clears throat> so late in the year, I think, I know Kevin and stuff's out there, but I'm going to be doing Sydney and then I'm going to be doing Cross Border Summit, right, which is going to take place this time in Thailand. Normally it's in Shenzhen. Hmm. And they said, could you do me a promo video? And he sent me a promo video from five years ago. I've got no beard or anything. And I look like a naughty little schoolboy with my <laughs> little round microphone, my terrible background. I'm like... You can't believe like the progress that makes through time. You know, it's like, yeah. unfortunately, when you do this stuff, you have to embarrass yourself to a point and uh, you get to a point where it becomes acceptable. So I don't know about you. It's like <clears throat> by doing the frequency, we, we get better just slightly every single time. But I can't look at my catalog. I just can't look back. I can only look forward. But um it's not, um, it's funny with podcasts because I think if you're looking to monetize, you're wasting your time in, in the sense that if you look at day one, you go, right, I've done 10 podcasts, therefore I need to get X, Y, and Z. It has to be a passion. You have to do it for a reason. You have to have a purpose and a meaning behind it or you'll never continue, you know, like continue doing it. So I think un unless you've got that mindset around it, you'll never get the consistency of doing a podcast because you need that drive behind it. Right, right. And by the way, you didn't mention your podcast, which is fantastic. It's it's Thanks. one of the best out there. So Seller Sessions, and it runs yeah. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays as well, doesn't it? No, well, it's a little bit less now. Um, we're doing two episodes a week at the moment. So the volume definitely has uh, gone down. There was a time like when we'd done the peak COVID, it was seven days a week because I opened my stupid mouth. Then it went down to six days and five days and four days. And it's kind of cascaded down slightly. So Sharon's still with me. I have Adam Heist doing monthly shows and I do one to two shows a week. So the cadence isn't as high, uh, or the, sorry, the frequency isn't high at the moment, but just focusing on quality, you know, the production and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, and, and what you've got to look at as well, and you're going to find this norm, is that you'll go through cycles 
So each year you've got to rethink about, well, what do I do next? Because people will get bored of you and me. They're sick of hearing our voices. Yeah. So what you do is you get a new cycle of audience that comes through. Do you understand? And I always say to the audience that my audience, I respect them highly, is like listen to the ones that make sense and then go and apply it to your business. Don't spend all the time in the content. And I think the, the best feedback that you can get from a podcast is the email or the phone call that comes in that says, Dan, in 2017, I was doing 20 grand a month. I listened to a load of shows, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And that's the greatest feedback that you can get is that if someone goes back that far. Um, mm. So it's quite interesting. In, I don't know if you get the same thing. You get like these cycles of people come through. And, and I think people get bored with us, but you get a new audience starts to appear. Or they right. listen to the podcast less because they've got to focus on Q4, et cetera, et cetera. Does that make sense? So it's kind of weird yeah. is that, when you've been around a long, a long time, I've been doing this consistently for six years. You've been doing it for three. Each year, you've got to work out, well, what can I offer to the community and to the industry to keep the interest there? So you always have to think about what's next, what's around the corner, and adapt your content. And it's not always going to work, and you try new stuff. And, um, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, it is. A, that part of it is probably the biggest challenge is, you know, what do you do differently? What, you know, how do you approach the next six months or a year? Because you're absolutely yeah. right. You'll see cycles of people listening and then, you know, mm. maybe going away for one reason or another, coming back, new people coming. So it's a, uh, you have to make sure that you address all these issues and do the best for your mm. audience. But uh, yeah, and I, I, I tell you what I've noticed, sorry, go on, I'll let you finish. And I'll tell you something that I've noticed recently in trends, but go on, no. Apologies. Yeah, no, I just wanted to, uh, first of all, thank you again. But I was wondering how the heck you got Adam to come on and do your podcast. Me and Adam have got a, a really good relationship. You know, like when you when you meet people, you resonate with each other. And we spent a lot of time together. And we have the same thought process on a lot of things. It's the same with Sharon. Like, you're like let's, let's give you an example. You... Steve Simonson, Kevin King. Have you noticed like the symbiosis between you? You mm -hmm. resonate. They're your people. And I suppose that's the same thing that I have with certain people as well. So like Adam is brilliant. He's great at what he does. But we've also got a very close brotherhood, like personal relationship as well. You know, so he's become part of what we do. He's got the same thought process. He's got his own platform. But he gives up his time because he wants to work with me and I want to work with him. And it's very like natural that way. Oh, fantastic. Now, what were you going to say? What I was going to say is what's kind of interesting if we, if we see through the cycles and the changes I've done with seller sessions as well, we've seen a great group of people come through and it's more people doing content solo now. So what used to happen is they used to come on seller sessions because I had the audience at the time and so does Bradley and other people and Kevin now with his podcast is that they would get the exposure through the audience. I think Destiny was her first podcast was with me. There's a lot of first starts and you're going to be doing the same because you've got to move the needle. You've got to move these things forward because we have to develop the industry. There's the new people that come through, right? So 
Sometimes you're going to give people then their first chance. You advise them, you mentor them, you know, you want to see them get to the next level, and then they start creating their own content. So what's happening now, instead of people coming on your show or seller sessions, they're doing their own content. Do you understand? Mm. So they mm. create their own micro platforms in their own little realms. So then you have to adjust because you have to be careful of repeating the same content. If they're going to put it out in their their platform, then come to you. It's repeat content. So then you have to look and make adjustments to, okay, where do we sit in the market and what can we offer that is valuable content that's not duplicated across the board and see the progress of the industry? Yeah, it, it's challenging. It really is. Yeah. Oh, oh there's our moderator. All we right. need to jump Yes, I know you've got loads coming on, but I just want to say I'm proud of you. Thank you for bringing me on. And uh, I look forward to seeing you hitting 1,000 episodes. All right. Thanks, Danny. And we'll see you somewhere in the world. Thanks, Danny. Absolutely. Take care, guys. See you soon. Thank Bye. you. Bye. All right. Well, thank you, Danny, for coming on. Next up, we've got the team that makes it all possible. Um, this is the people that you don't see every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but they make those Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays possible. Um, not everyone could make it, but uh, a bunch of them could. So we're going to bring them on now. We've got Jiriel, Jose, Mary, and Vandana joining us. I also want to shout out Leota. She's in a Nina. car. She's not even working today. I believe she's in an airport. Or... But I... You're yeah, not I'm traveling. Yeah, just left from airport and I'm joining this from the tech Oh, sure. <laughs> okay, well, what we should say is there are a couple of people <laughs> outside of the people that are, are watching right or that are on the screen right now that um, either couldn't or didn't want to come on. But this is the team. It's not just Kelsey. Kelsey does the producing. He does a lot of the coordinating. But... Hayden puts in the music. Sometimes he's the podcast, the producer of the people. But we have Mary. Oh, there is Hayden. Um, you know, we have, uh, uh, oh gosh, Jose. We've uh, Vandana, uh, Mary. Uh, who do we got up there? Jeriel. He does our video editing. But all of these people uh, work to put out three podcasts a week. It's not just one person. I think. At the end of the day, it's what seven people in total we have working for us. We also have uh, Irish, Irish, uh, yep, Nina and uh, Wenver as well uh, for the website editing too, or the website development. So there's a, a whole team behind us and Leota, uh, which I'm just going to throw over a video from Leota who couldn't make it today. Uh, he's part of the engagement side of Lunch with Norm, so let's just go over quickly to to him. Hey guys, Liata here. I work as a social media email and community manager here at Lunch with Norm for over two years already. And I just really want to personally take this time to thank you guys on behalf of our team for your ongoing support to Lunch with Norm and to Norm himself. Thank you for celebrating this huge milestone with us. Uh, this is not just our team's win. This is our win because you've been with us from the very start. Enjoy the show, and I hope to see you guys once again. Bye for now. He's awesome. So before we do anything, I just wanted to thank everybody that is on the screen right now and anybody who's not on the screen right now for their help because we could not do this without you. 
And, uh, you know, sometimes you, you see my face and I'm talking, you see Kelsey on here, sometimes Hayden, but you don't see the people behind the scenes and they put everything together. They're the people reaching out to get people on here. So uh, I don't know. I know some people might be a little shy, but if you have anything to say, <laughs> go ahead. If not, just smile and wave. Anyone brave enough? All right. I know, I know Vandana is, uh, I know, know she's more than brave enough. <clears throat> well, yeah, anyway. I can speak up. Like I was just like trying to unmute myself and wave that, okay, my internet is not working, so I'm going to wave, but okay, you took my name, let me talk about it. So, uh, yeah, I remember the day when we decided to, you know, uh, launch Lunch with Norm, and there were so many meetings, and then there were so many discussions about what has to be done, how we'll execute, what will happen. And, you know, like, it was years ago, and it feels like just yesterday. I am just happy i would say that you know we reached this milestone and many more to go thank you to us yeah thank you and i again i just wanted to thank uh Jeriel, jose mary nina vandana uh hayden irish like without this uh this podcast wouldn't uh take off and of course kelsey but um just thanks guys we really appreciate everything you do for the podcast all right. Thank you, everyone. We're going to remove you from now unless anyone has some any final words, but I, I don't think so. Let um, me let me try and say something. I'm really nervous. Uh, uh, it's so weird to be being on this side of, uh, of the podcast. <laughs> Normally, I'm on YouTube hitting like and dropping some comments. But uh, first of all, uh, I want to con it's a congratulations not, not only for Norm, but all of the team that uh, have made this possible. And I'm really excited. Uh, being on the other side of the screen, I see, I've seen how our social media, our community has grown, and it's incredible that we're uh, hitting this milestone. And yeah, great work, everyone! It's amazing. Uh, it's really amazing to be part of this team. And thank you, Norm, for having us here today. You guys are very welcome. All right. Anyone else? Can I uh, plug my my new course, Dad? Go ahead, start plugging. Oh my God! Oh, so <laughs> I'm giving away access to my course, Pets for Success, where I will show you how to find the perfect pets to model for your Amazon and e-commerce business. I'll show you how to pick out the right gerbils, the right birds, um, whatever you need, and I'll show you how to Photoshop them into your listing images and your packaging. For show-stopping, eye-catching images. All right, we're going to remove Hayden. Yeah, that's going to be... So that's Hayden is now yeah, gone. gone. Sorry about that. From times these spammers get in here. Oh, but anyways, can I also say something? Yes, of course, Jeryl. Yeah. yeah uh, first of all, thanks for having me on your podcast, Norm and Kelsey. Congratulations. Thank you. And being a wizard behind all the videos you see. I am very grateful to be part of the this this incredible team. Working on every project has been a fantastic experience, and I am eagerly anticipating the journey ahead as we create more episodes together. So let's bring our creative visions to life and make every moment on screen unforgettable. And you know, uh, 
Jerriel, I I know that you've seen this. Usually, when I'm I'm doing all the talking and giving you all these this content, right? Uh, that we do on Fridays, uh, I never make mistakes, and you never have to edit, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no mistakes. No, none ever. <laughs> it's always just one take. Never yeah. twenty. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we've got to move on. But once again, everybody on the team, thank you. You guys make this an awesome show. We could not do it without you guys So and ladies. Uh, so we will see you later. And thanks, everybody, for coming on. All right. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. See you. Okay. So thank you, everyone, for joining. Uh, that was the Lunch with Norm team. And uh, I'll just bring Hayden on just for the fun of it. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> you let me on. I want to pre-order that course. <laughs> yeah. For All right. 300 easy payments of 1999. It's oh. all yours. Um, so I do want to announce we do have our first giveaway. This is the, I think, the only live giveaway we're going to be doing um, today. Um, this is for the San Diego Titan Network events. Um, it's going to be very easy. It's there's 20 to give away. Anyone who wants to enter, it's going to be the first 20 people that email me at k at lunch with norm and the word Titan in the subject title. Um, they'll get a ticket to the San Diego uh, Titan Network events. Um, so I'm gonna say that again. I'm gonna put my email up. It's the first 20 people to email me. K at lunchwithnorm.com will receive a ticket to the San Diego Titan events. Um, we're giving 20 away. These are the standard tickets. We're also giving away four VIP tickets today um, as part of our giveaways, but definitely get this in. It's the first 20 people. And uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Fanny, living in San Diego, you got you to gotta enter, get on this. And also good to see you, Fanny. I know it's been a while um and tony good to see you as well thank but you. uh yes thank you everyone um so make sure you enter over there um we've got a ad read that we're going to just hop over uh in the meantime and we'll be back with our next guest a big thank you to our sponsor startup club the largest club on clubhouse with over seven hundred and ninety thousand members and growing they're one of the world's largest communities supporting the startup ecosystem from founders to those wishing to work for a startup and everything in between. You can find them at www.startup.club for blogs, recordings, and a calendar of upcoming shows and on the Clubhouse app. Just search Startup Club for daily shows 24-7. You can also now listen to their show, the Serial Entrepreneur Club podcast on Apple and Spotify too. Stop by to connect, learn, and grow together. Okay. Right. Well, we've got a ton of entries already. People have been sending me many, many emails. Thank you, everyone. Um, I think there's still a couple spots left for the Titan Network. So again, email me, norm.com with the subject title uh titan and we'll get right onto it so our next guest is a big one you may have seen seen him last week but um i really want to try and bring on someone who really knows norm and also 
who can expose some of the stories. And I know there's this energy every time they're on. Um, we're going to put Norm in the hot seat. Uh -oh. uh, and Aiden, I'm going to say goodbye to you. And we're going to bring on the one and only Kevin King for the hot seat with Norm. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm trying to win a ticket here to uh, San Diego. Yeah. Hold, on, hold on a second. I'm hold it. Block him. Block him. <laughs> Try, trying to get this on my phone. <laughs> But I do have well, these when we see each other next in San Diego. Oh, hey, I'm looking forward to that. I'm already like uh, counting down the days because see, I'm here at Funnel Hacking Live right now, and so uh, it's like there's nobody to smoke cigars with. Oh, you know, this is gosh. all five thousand internet marketers, and there's probably twenty people in the Amazon space or something here, uh, maybe. Uh, but it's, it's a it's a great conference. Yeah, uh, but, I've been. <laughs> I, I've always heard it. I've never gone, but I've heard from tons of people how great it is. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's good. I mean, this is actually my fifth. Where is it on here? And they give you these little things to put onto your badge. Fifth year. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I like coming to these events because it's kind of gets you out of thinking in our space. You know, we get so refined in the Amazon world where we're just it's all Amazon all the time, and we're going to Amazon events. We're talking about Amazon, and there's a whole bigger world out there besides just just Amazon. And, and it's great to come to these things. And his events are are part motivational, so we have motivational speakers. You know. And, some it's been some really really good speakers, and then some of it's tactical, you know, funnels and top of uh, do it. I mean, newsletters right now. I mean, we've talked about that. That, that was a hot topic. Perry mm -hmm. Belcher was just here two days ago, showing, telling five thousand people that they all need to do a newsletter, and that's what uh, Russell's doing now. Um, you know, I'm going to be doing a uh, a free webinar on that. Uh, I think it's going to be December first. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's great to get out. But enough about that. About you. I mean, congratulations on. Uh, 500 uh the 500th episode here good job uh to you and kelsey and hayden and everybody on the team thank you thank you yeah i would never have thought that 500 would ever come around <laughs> neither would i because you know um when, when you first started out it was pretty rough uh the, the first few that that week was, was was pretty rough but now i think it's one of the, the best out there and i always remember you know what you and i what was it we met 2017 i think it was at the, yeah your event uh at illuminati it was yep. back before it was, that was what the name of it before helium 10 elite and it's in cancun i don't think we really we might have said hello or no we, we went or like that we saw each other and we went what's up <laughs> <laughs> yeah we went, what's up? i didn't know you were a cigar smoker at that time so <laughs> um but uh then I, I remember though shortly after that in 2017 so that was like may of 2017 i think and then that summer was it like july 20 yeah it had to be because it's right before i got uh married and i had this big crisis in vegas with my soon-to-be wife at that time um you were speaking at a, it was an amazing.com event and yes. you and i you were speaking you were one of the featured speakers and i was um i was on the hot uh, like a on the tape on the couch or whatever did one of those yep. little 20 minute things on the couch and i remember being in the back room i didn't really know you too much but in the back room, you know, the speaker's room where they had some nice couches and you could watch a, a live stream of the stage. And you were about to get to go up on stage and you were a nervous wreck. You were just like, I think you had to go pop an anxiety pill. I did. Um, you were just like shaking, like sweating, like literally sweat coming down off your face. And I yeah, was like, broke a tooth. <laughs> yeah, you, it was like, holy cow. Uh, and then you, uh, it's like, this guy is like super nervous. I've never seen someone so nervous to yep. go up and speak in front of this. It was only 2000 people. I'm yeah. Like, I was that, 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 for, that, and my no first time, no, you know, no, big deal. no biggie, <laughs> but to see that and to where you've come today is like, just, uh, I mean, you, you deserve a, a lot of 
credit on the back. I mean, uh. it's from where you, you go from that to now you're doing three a week on this podcast and just crushing it out there. You're getting invited to speak on all these stages everywhere. And it's no big deal. Sometimes you don't even prepare for the present. You see the presentation like five minutes before <laughs> you're actually giving it. I know that happened one time <laughs> on one of the things that we, we did. You're like stumbling your way through it. <laughs> but, but <laughs> Someone else prepared it on yeah. the team. <laughs> but not, uh, so I think the point of that, though, is I think you're an inspiration on that for other people is just to get out there and do things. You know, maybe you, whether that's your, your physical products business or your speaking or whatever, so many people just just get started. Uh, just do yeah. it and look where it can take you. I mean, where you've come from that those days Ooh. to where you are now uh, with this podcast and this audience and speaking all over the place and in demand. It's an amazing accomplishment. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you very it's, much. It's, it's something, uh, what is it that you think that that's enabled you to do that? Is it just the practice, the repetition, just getting started and getting out there and doing it? What, what could people take away that are listening to this in their business from your experience in this? I think this is with anything. It's, first of all, the experience, getting out there and doing it. But it's a, it's a, mind, uh, it's a mindset because I am uh, an extreme introvert. And, you know, I usually just hang around with myself and I'm on the other side of the fence. I don't have to present. I don't have to. And then when that whole routine started, I, I'm, you've never done it before. So it's like learning something all over again. But like I'm into music and I'm into almost every genre you can think of. And when you listen to a new genre, it's like a whole new experience uh, happens and you have to get into this music and you go further and further into it. Well, that's the same thing with speaking on stage. Uh, you get into it extremely nervous, but then as you go and you learn and you watch, then it becomes easier. And like you were just saying, a lot of people don't know this, but I don't want to know who's coming on to the podcast before. I want it to be a complete surprise. So I sit down five minutes before, sometimes five minutes after the start. But, uh, and then I can start and I can start fresh and I can ask questions because I could never do that before, by the way. So it's just understanding and getting a new, a, a completely different mindset. And that's whether it's, say something happens in your Amazon career and you want to go and do something else. You just have to jump into it. You've got to learn it, but uh, you just have to accept it and go forward. I think that's that easy. Yeah, I agree with you. So many people are just, they're afraid of failure or they're afraid yeah. of they're going to look bad or they're going to, but you just got to get into it. And they're afraid to launch their products on Amazon. They're afraid to expand to Europe or they're afraid to try Walmart or whatever. Just do it. I mean, just, just get out there and just take those steps and you may screw up in the beginning or it may be a little rough, just like this podcast. I mean, it was, it was a little rough the first uh, few a little, <laughs> but it's come a long way. And now Kelsey even has a wheel named after him. I mean, who would have thought he does had a, had a wheel named after him? Um, it, it's 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 cool. But you know, one of the things that's uh, also also cool is like hanging out with you. Uh, when I mean, we we have this tradition now uh, at every event we're at, and it's several, usually several a year at least uh, now, that every single night there's Coke Zeros. If they don't have Coke Zeros, we're pretty pissed off. We yep. have to resort to Diet Pepsi if it's a Pepsi hotel or whatever. And then, and cigars. And sometimes it's one, sometimes it's two. I think, what's the most we've done? Like three or four? 
Yeah, uh, on the Alaska trip. Oh, yeah, the Alaska trip. <laughs> oh, man. So I, we have to tell this story. So uh, so Norm, about two years ago, he says, hey, Kevin, uh, next summer, it's my wife's birthday. I think it's birthday, right? Bir- yeah. yeah, birthday. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm taking her on an Alaskan cruise to you and Bannery, which my wife at the time, do y'all, y'all want to go? I was like, uh, I asked Bannery, she's like, oh, it's pretty cold up there, isn't it? Uh, and she, nah. she's from the from South America on the coast. I was like, yeah, it, it gets a little bit cold, but it's summertime. It should be all right. So we're like, yeah, we're in. So we go. So it's the us two couples. And but and during the day, you know, we're doing cruise stuff and expeditions and going and seeing animals and uh, snow and all kinds of stuff. And then at night, every night, um, Norm and I are going out on the ship. And the ship is a non-smoking ship, but there's one little section oh. on, on the on the back of the ship where you can go and you can smoke. And the ship at night is moving. Uh, and so, but you have to sit outside and it was freaking like, I don't know, 35 Cold. degrees and like, which is like negative, whatever that is in Celsius for you. Icebergs uh, floating by. Yeah. Icebergs floating by. And Norman <laughs> out there at first, we're like, ah, this is no big deal. We got our jackets on. Yeah. And we're smoking cigars and like, we're like, like this, we're trying to smoke a cigar. And we have our Coke Zeros on ice <laughs> as well. And, uh, I think the first night our wives joined us and they said, this is crazy. Um, we're not doing this again. So, but for the next seven nights, every night you and I were out there smoking cigars, sometimes for hours, hours while, while our wives were back, you know, in the, this was like after dinner. So this is like what, nine, 10 o'clock at night, three so blankets. Yeah. We got blankets. Uh, we're freezing, <laughs> but that's when some of the <sighs> best stuff comes out. I mean, we're talking some business, we're talking personal stuff. And your story is fascinating. I mean, every time I talk to you, every time we hang out, you think you know you, and I don't know you. I mean, there's always, you like, you know, like you had the podcast, I know this guy. And I'm like, you literally know everybody. I mean, like, you, if someone says a story like, oh, yeah, I was one time here. It's like, oh, well, Norm's like, let me tell you, uh, this was, uh, I, I know so-and-so and this guy and this guy and this what's happened to me. I mean, we're very, it's, we have a lot of similar experiences. very relatable. We do. We do, and so that that makes it cool because you can start telling a story about your struggles when you, you know, you've had the ups and downs and made millions, lost millions, made millions again, and we can empathize with each other because yeah. we've both been there. We and so when you tell a story, like, oh yeah, I totally get you, I, I totally get you, and that's what's cool about this industry is there's other people that totally get you. It, it's where your true friends can come out. I mean, you you, you become. I, I think the the a product of the five people you hang around with the most, and that's one of the things that I, I encourage everybody to do is get out from behind the screen and get out to some event somewhere, or go hang out with other like-minded people. It will change your world. Um, you know, the, one of the speakers today at, at Funnel Hacking Live, this motivational speaker guy, was talking, and he he was basically saying, "Quit doing business with your family and your friends because that they're only holding you back. Do bit." Um, you know, your current, your old from the past, you know, yeah. new friends that you've made in business. That's who you want to hang, hang around with. But people that you grew up with in high school or something that were friends first, um, not related in the business is, is a mistake. And I, I agree with that. What, what do you think about the value of the connections and the relationships that you've been able to develop as, as a result of the podcast that opens doors and as a result of going out to events and everything? You it's the biggest part of my world is the networking 
So everything I've I've done in my life. So I like back in, you know, when I was working, but I was doing sales for the job and I got to meet people. I got and from those people, I got to meet people. And that's what I bring to the table. So a lot of people, like if I'm working or trying to partner with somebody uh, strategically, and sometimes they don't get it, uh, especially if it's in the tech world. Oh, I developed the software. Well, I've got the I've got the network uh, and we're trying to negotiate, you know, a percentage of the business. And sometimes it, it's it's a joke when I hear, you know, what somebody's going to offer because they don't understand it. But it's all about the network. Some you can have a product, and if you're if you have a product, the best way to describe it is that you're a house in the middle of a desert with no address, and I am I'm able with my network to connect that address, put you on the map, and that's the important part. And I've always felt that way, and it's it's cool because when you go out to like let's say a Howard Ties event in Paris. Just meeting a bunch of new people that you would never have met before or on I Know This Guy, getting to meet these really cool people. But because of the podcast, I got to know their vulnerabilities. I got to know like some of these guys like were telling me stories that were just crazy and breaking down. And you've got them in an area where they wouldn't normally tell you, you know, when you first meet them and break bread. So these are. I think it's very important for me. My life is built around network. And uh, I always say on the podcast that, you know, this is important. Going out and being an entrepreneur is very lonely. And if you're not in a good mastermind or if you don't listen to podcasts or if you don't do something to build your network, you're really missing out. So is it fair to say your network is your net worth? Absolutely. Yeah. Remember that time? Uh, I think it was at BDSS Puerto Rico back in uh, back in June. We were hanging out and they had a cigar lounge in this hotel. Huh. We didn't know that the first few nights. We were out yeah. there smoking on the balcony. And like, oh, wait a second, cigar lounge. Um, remember that one night we were in there till like four in the morning with Paul Raffleson? He yes. was telling stories about his past. It was just mind blowing. I was like, but it's totally relatable for both of us. We're like been there, but we had no clue uh, about that. And it's just that that camaraderie and that bond that you get. And as a result, that when you ever have an issue in business, you need an introduction to someone that just that just explodes that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. Oh, it looks like our time. Yeah, we, we get yeah we get cut off. It's always in the hook. Never, yeah. <laughs> By the way, Kevin, keep the show on the road. You you know, like whenever we're together, a lot of the times we're together, I talk about my buddy Colin. Yeah. Yeah, he's coming on right after this. So I don't awesome. know if you have to get back to Funnel Hack. No, or I'm on lunch but... break right now. I'm, I'm going to skip my lunch and uh, and uh, watch. watch. I want to I see what Colin and you have to say. Okay, very good. Well, Kevin, you're awesome. awesome. I can't wait to have another, you know, 20 or 30 or 50 cigars with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, next week we'll be in San Diego. I know. I can't wait. It's going to be great. All right. See you later, Kevin. All right. Take care. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Thanks Kevin. Bye. Okay, thank you everyone. We're going to be going over to our next guest. Um, just before that, we're going to go to an ad read and we'll have Colin Campbell on for a five minute hack. Here we go. Facing cash flow challenges with your e commerce business? Discover Viably, your ultimate financial ally. From real time sales data integrations to immediate funding access, Viably is here to support you. 
Plan your growth with their free tool for online sellers and engage with specialists whenever you need. Extend your cash flow with Viably. Okay. Okay. And just some housekeeping stuff. Uh, sponsors, thank you so much. Uh, we got a ton coming in. And uh, you can find all of the information for our sponsors in the captions as well. Um, and we also ha have a discount page uh, from that are were offered from some of the discounts uh, from returning guests and sponsors themselves. Uh, you can check them out at LWN uh, Discounts, uh, the link I put below. And uh, here we go. Oh, uh, hey, Kels, before yes. we go over to Colin, these Facebook links, uh, I noticed that they're still not working. Yeah, there's that's StreamYard doing its thing. Um, there's nothing we can do about that. Okay, can you uh, message people to go over to YouTube or... I'm sure you already have. I sure have. Great. And yes, Neil, it's like getting played off at the Oscars when Kelsey shows up. That's right. <laughs> All right. So welcome, uh, Colin, and enjoy, everyone. Colin Campbell. Well, thanks. How are you, sir? Me. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. Interview, and I'm hearing all these stories. Didn't know we were going to get that into that. Well, there you go. There Look you at that. Have it. <laughs> Signed, by the way. Should we uh, should we uh, talk a little bit about that? We'll talk a bit about that later. But I've known you. We've been involved with the same group of people for 28 years. Absolutely. It's uh, that's part of the EO organization. Yeah. You know, entrepreneurship is a journey. It's something that you need to continue to hone. I call it a trade. It's actually one of the thesis in the book is that entrepreneurship is a trade that needs to be mastered. And by listening to shows like yours, Norm, people can actually improve that. They can become better at their Amazon sales. They can become better at other e-commerce channels as well. And I think that uh, those who choose to learn and develop, it's like an AI. The AI continues to develop and learn and become stronger and stronger and become better and better. You can become a serial entrepreneur. You're not just the CEO of your one organization. You can actually uh, harness value by continuing to launch new companies uh, by starting, scaling, exit, repeating. And, you know, listen, you, you hear about these one hit wonder bands, but think about the Beatles, you know, think about you uh, two. Think about I like the killers, too. But, you know, think about, uh, you know, all the all the bands that just have one hit after another what's the formula for success can you actually learn that formula and i'm here to make the statement you can you can actually learn uh what others have done and apply that in your business and, and improve your chances of success and that's what the book's all about norm it was 30 years as a serial entrepreneur 10 years writing the book and over 200 interviews and we put it together and it's launching this Tuesday at, uh, I don't know what time, but this Tuesday it's launching. It's being published by Forbes, Forbes books. And as I've already been told by Forbes that it will be a bestseller, uh, that the week it launches. So we're pretty excited about it. Yep. So the name of it, and I've got a copy here, but start scale exit repeat. I haven't finished it, but so far the read is fantastic colin i've read a lot of business books and you've you've nailed it so uh, i can if you're listening and you want 
some inspiration exactly about starting, scaling your business, getting out of your business, and repeat. Well, first of all, get the book. Second of all, Colin is a master at it. And this is what I, I love about the guy. He he does exactly, well, put it this way. He starts a business, he scales the business, and he exits. And guess what he does next? And he continually does it. Um, you're an awesome guy. You're an awesome entrepreneur. I mean, you're one of my mentors. And, uh, you know, I just love being able to talk to you because every time we talk, and by the way, like you, I was on with Kevin and Kevin and I love cigars. Do you know what my screensaver is uh, on my computer every every morning when I start it up? A cigar? It's I don't know. our cigar in Des Moines. You remember when we went down to the bully stick manufacturer sitting yes, and huddling? It was like freezing. It was below zero and we were having a cigar. Yeah, until you told me what bully sticks, where they come from. And then I'm like, <laughs> I am the wrong in the wrong e-commerce. <laughs> I'm not giving That's that. Dogs. No, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I, I love, we love e-commerce businesses. We run an incubator here. We've got paw.com in the incubator. We got meowingtons. We got hip optical, uh, which is a, you know, sort of a edgier version of Warby Parker. Uh, we also have an AI ad company that's coming out. We've been working on for over a year called Pencilla. That's coming out next week. We're, we're really looking forward to that. It's going to really, it's basically going to replace a lot of the marketing, the marketing staff for your e-commerce business. It is like virtually an AI marketing team that works with you. And that's what this platform does. So we have a lot of things uh, cooking. We continue to focus on building and scaling and then exiting. And, you know, there's a, there's, a process for each, you know, when you start the business, it's a very different organization than when you scale it. And I guess a lot of your listeners, I presume have an e-commerce business or they have something there. And now it's all about scaling, taking it up to the next level. And they can do that simply by working on their story, like really figuring out their story. When I talk about story, I'm talking in, when, it, when it comes to scale, I'm talking about finding your X factor, okay? Uh, Domino's Pizza, 30 minutes of free. And then you've got, um, so you've got the scale, so you've got the people, you need to hire the right type of people. And the people you hire in the start phase are different than in the scale phase. We're gonna focus more on leadership in the scale phase. And then in the exit phase, that's a whole other different position where we, I actually suggested the book, to check your ego at the door. Yes, I know you're all yeah. type A, you're all doing amazing. You're all took over the world, did an amazing job, but it's time to check that ego at the door and uh, let others take the, take the, um, the uh, uh, compliments and move on to the next level. And that allows you to position the company to sell at a higher price because it's not entrepreneur dependent. And then repeat that over and over again. You know, it's ironic, Norm, that you know, we've had a long history and uh, the very first business that we started was a software rental business and it went bankrupt or they, they outlawed it in January 1st, 1994. And, but before they did that, we launched a BBS. At that BBS, we launched an internet service company called Internet Direct that went public. At Internet Direct, we launched Hostopia, 
because a customer had called us up and wanted our platform for their uh, telecom, Saskatel. And then we launched Hostopia, and then we launched Geeks for Less, which was an offshore development center, which today has over 800 employees. Uh, and then uh, after selling Hostopia, uh, we had done a study about new domain extensions. We launched .club, an alternative to .com, .net.org, and we sold that to GoDaddy two years ago. While at .club, we were getting a lot of registrations through an app called Clubhouse. So we started Startup Club on Clubhouse, which today is almost a million members. So you're, 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 you're beginning to see what I'm talking about here. Had we not started a software rental business, a BBS in 1993, we would not be running Startup Club today, almost a million members. And this book wouldn't have come out. So it's so interconnected. We can launch additional companies, but we do want to make certain we take care of our core. This is extremely important. Serial entrepreneurs it's, you know, it, it can get themselves into trouble. Entrepreneurship is like a drug. I know it is. I, I, I live it. Okay. Register that next domain, launch the next business, get the next fix. It's like a, it's like a gambler at a casino. You just can't stop. And I'm, and I'm one of those people who can't stop. Okay. So I recognize it, but you got to take care of your core business. You take care of your core business, you make it valuable and you sell it off. Today, paw.com is, is one of my core businesses. Uh, I don't run it directly, but I work with the uh, CEO and others who do run this company. It was three, three years in a row on Inc. 5000. We hit $39 million in revenue. We've pulled back a little bit post pandemic hangover, but we're growing back again. We just launched QVC and we're going up to Canada, your territory at TSN in a couple months as well. So we're going to, we're going to continue to expand distribution. And I, and I, oh, I have one really cool lesson that I learned from Paw.com that I'd like to share. You ready? Go for ahead. It? You ready? I'm for ready. It? All right. Uh, test and fail more. I'm doing this by memory. Okay. But give me a second. Test and fail more. Kill losers quickly. Scale winners big. And I know that might sound like the most basic advice for e commerce companies. But let me tell you, if you follow that creed, you will succeed because it's all about testing. Paw.com, we pioneered dog bed rugs. We pioneered waterproof blanket protectors. We pioneered car, memory foam car seats for dogs. Every time we tried to do something that, that was just copying, we got killed. We got killed on launching vitamins. We got, you know, we had, oh, we had a million customers. We had about 950,000 customers at PAW. Just get 1% to subscribe to vitamins. That's 10,000 customers. Guess what, Norm? We got 37, right? 37, and I was one of them. Yeah. We launched CBD, did not work. We launched shampoo. We have over a hundred year supply of shampoo right now in our warehouses. Uh, I, I'll take a bottle. <laughs> we were thinking about like, yeah, you don't need it for yourself, but you know, that beard, we could definitely use it. That beard. <laughs> and by the way, they're, they're great shampoos. They have all natural, everything. And uh, my, my, one thing we do in this book is we focus not only on the successes, but also the failures and the learning lessons, the things that we can learn from those failures. That's why I'm being so open with you, Norm. We've been very successful, but we've been successful because the, 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 the failures are, are the scars of our past mm -hmm. that guide us through our new ventures. You know, and Colin, I, and this is on the other podcast. Uh, I know this guy, but I always said 
uh, I always talked about failing to succeed. If you don't fail, you'll never succeed. That's it. You know, startup failures are the scars of our past that guide us through our new ventures. And, and right. by the way, we don't have to lose a hundred million dollars like I did in 2000. Uh, we can learn from others and through their lessons. And that's what this book does. We interviewed over 50, uh, over 200 people were interviewed for this book, yeah. but 50 actually made the book. And, um, you know, there's a lot of lessons learned from, from, from failures. And we, we, we really want to tell stories. By the way, the book is, like you said, very easy to read. It was designed yep. for entrepreneurs who have ADHD. Very short paragraphs. Kelsey, have you seen the book? I haven't seen it yet, no. So, but I, knowing Norm, this yeah, is perfect. Norm, Norm, open the book up. Show him the book. I mean, this is something that, open it up, open it up. Let's, let me show you, like, not just your, your private signature. No, but it's got, what I like about it is that it's color-coded. So right. it goes through each each chapter is it start, scale, exit, repeat. So um, that's what I love about it. And it's also, if you can see, this is just one of the pages, but it's broken down. Like you talk about ADHD, it's broken down into small segments. So you can get it, you get the point, and then you can move on. You know, there's uh, small quotes and the, there's, there's always something for your eye to go to. And little, little thing, I like I turned... Uh, to this page, think in zeros, plan to scale in zeros, act to scale in zeros. And it's just, I, I mean, it's a really, I can just sum it up as this is one of the best business books I've ever picked up. And I'm not just saying that you said, to the, you asked me the other night, are you just saying that? Cause I'm your friend. And I said, no, I've read a ton of business books and on, on entrepreneur, on lifestyle, on mindset, and this is awesome. And I can see why Forbes is saying that this is going to be a bestseller. So yeah, one of the people yeah. we, we interviewed, Norm, was Joe Foster, the founder of Reebok. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal story. We got a great chapter on him. We got a, another gentleman uh, who launched and sold his company for hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, and all he did was sell. And he created and he described how he set up those systems to create a sales organization. James, uh, James Bennett. Uh, what a great chapter. There's so many of those chapters. We had 189 call outs, 30 illustrations, uh, and dozens of endorsements from the top authors in the industry. Uh, I got a call two days ago from the gentleman who did the IPPY awards and the Axiom book awards, Gerald Jenkins. Right. He found yep. it. He called me up. He says in 30 years, I've never seen a book like this that had that many endorsements and, 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 you know, have, was, was at this level of quality. He was just blown away. And so it took 10 years to write. It took 10 years to write. It took a long time. I'm not doing yeah. that again. <laughs> we are at uh, the cutoff time, unfortunately. Um, Colin, thank you so much for having on. Any last words of advice? Or... Yes, I want a promise from you, Kelsey. I want a promise that you're going to read the book. And if you don't read the book, it's we have one of the, um, the top audible... Uh, uh, speakers come on and they, we've done, we've done an audible version as well. So you don't necessarily have to read it, but I, I want to promise from you that you're going to read it. Absolutely. I promise. That's All right. happening. There we go. Now we've changed the world, Norm. Now we can. There, there we go. Done. <laughs>
All right. So thank you so much, Colin, for coming on. We really appreciate it. All right, Colin. And one last word from me, Petro Nord. Oh, I was going to say Petro Nord, but we're not going. (laughs) No, we're not going there. Petro Nord. I'm not going to talk about the night we slept together. And that's when we're gonna cut. Yeah, the- we'll cut it right oh, there. Yeah, <laughs> cut. I was. A, it was a code word not to talk about it. All right. <laughs> thanks, Colin. We'll see you around. All right. Thank you, everyone. Um, we're going a little over time, so we're gonna try and get through as much of this uh, as quickly as possible. Um, we've got a five-minute hack from Wilfred uh, coming up shortly, and then we've got our first panel uh, about the influencer right. about influencers. Um, but first. We're going to go to the Wheel of Kelsey. This is the first of four Wheel of Kelsey's happening um, for everyone watching live. Anyone who signed up beforehand uh, is already entered, so you don't have to worry about it. These were selected um, just before we got on, so everyone is entered already. Um, we're going to do the Wheel of Kelsey theme song. This is not the grand prize. This is just one of the first ones. One so. of the prizes. The grand prize is crazy. Yes. So let me just get the wheel of kelsey ready and of course now we're gonna find it um okay here's the wheel of kelsey it's time for the wheel of kelsey all right okay all right here is the first winner of the wheel of kelsey i recorded this uh, today and here we go i was saying it looked like a record there were so many entries there so uh, sorry, Kelsey, can't hear you. You're you're muted. All right, there we go. So, okay. Pregnesh, you've won. Uh, it's quite the giveaway. This is uh, adhabit.com's uh, free month of PPC services and four consulting calls, uh, a free audit and launch strategy and actual steps from Alina, um, from AMZ Rank. Yeah, AMZ, uh, AZ Rank, yep. AZ Rank. Uh, we've got uh, a couple things from Seller Candy, including uh, $400 off the Flex Plan, a free VA recruitment at $997. So you and, get a free VA for a month. Woo. And a magnet uh, virtual assistant uh, and $400 of free Amazon reimbursements. We've got your contact information. We've got everything. Um, so we'll reach out to you. Congratulations. Again, this is number one of four. Uh, and we got the big one coming up at the end of the hour. And but- prizes keep going up on every wheel. That's right. Okay, so we have the five-minute hack. We have the one and only Wilfred Lightheart. After this, we have our first panel. Uh, here we go. I'm going to have to be a little more stricter on the time with you guys, but uh, here is the five-minute hack from Wilfred. Hey, Hello. Wilfred. Hey, how are you? Very well. Amsterdam calling. Eh? It's almost like uh, yeah, some yeah. kind of <laughs> big event going on. You know, so- uh Kevin was on just a little earlier. And if you remember back, I, I think that's where you met Kevin was at our event in Hawaii. Absolutely. We just flew over from the Illuminati event. And then uh, you were there and a, a bunch of other people, but Kevin and you met at that event. Yeah. He said next to me, he said, what is that? I said, well, that's my Facebook reach. I said, for the year? I said, no, for today. I said, well, 
everybody can go do himself because I'm going to sit next to you and I want to learn everything you do. <laughs> and that's why we hooked up and uh, that's why we become friends and with you as well. Eh? The same, uh, same event. Yeah. Yeah. We actually started a business for a while together and now, uh, now you've got a business called digital blacksmiths, which is exactly that you Absolutely. help build businesses. Yeah. And that's digital strategies. I always uh, talk to Amazon sellers that are not on social media yet or do any kind of SEO. And I always say, and that's from, from our good friend Howard, he got a product ranked number one on Amazon without one sale and without one review. How did he do it? He ranked it number one on Google. So being out there on Facebook and Google is so important because it will drive traffic, you will generate leads, it will increase your brand awareness. You build relationships, a community, uh, you add a human element to your business, you add value to your, to your business as a whole. And I always say you need to be in control of your business and I don't want to disrespect Amazon, but if you're only selling on Amazon, uh, the last thing you are is in control. Eh? And I'm from Holland, you know, uh, organic traffic is cheaper than PPC. So that's all the reasons why you should do social media marketing. Eh? Right. Right, exactly, Wilfred. So, all right, today, I know Kelsey's been hounding you for the tip of the day. What is it? <laughs> well, it's it's more kind of like uh, uh, trends are always uh, uh, good to go, of course. Uh, the major trend is, of course, AI. Uh, with AI, you can do so many things like improve your product listing, generate brand ideas, uh, create content, communicate with suppliers, send messages. Uh, when I write an email now, I go to ChatGPT and say, this is my problem. Uh, uh, what is my answer? But if I want to give one tip today that will resonate into your brain, that's actually the algorithm of Facebook. And uh, it's a very sophisticated model. But if you boil it down to one particular word, it's value. That's it. If you provide value, the money and the traffic will follow. And I always say it's my motto in life, but it's also the motto of all those big tech giants, because if they don't provide value, they go somewhere else. If Facebook doesn't serve your needs, you go to TikTok. And uh, if you go to TikTok and you don't find what you're looking for, then you go somewhere else. So uh, being out there on social media, anytime you post something, ask yourself, is this valuable for my audience? And if not, then not post it. So it's not that 2023 all of a sudden changes for the whole thing. It's it's going back to the drawing board and find out what is your competition doing? What uh, is your target audience all about? When they are online, on what platforms are they online? If you find that out, then create valuable content to solve a problem, serve a need, be funny sometimes it will also be very helpful but uh yeah that's basically it and yeah we scratched ai in our last call a little bit and uh, mm -hmm. yes there are so many things you can do now uh i tested just with hey Jen. i'm not sure if you're familiar with that particular yeah name. sure it's amazing we can let you talk chinese and i know you're chinese si Jen is i think probably and ni hao those are the two that's words about I it. Know, but <laughs> If we want, we can just create this whole podcast you do with the Lunch of Norm into any language we want. And that's the power of AI nowadays. Eh? So, yeah, that's one big thing you should do as well. 
Very good. And I think that was perfect timing. That yeah, is. We, uh, yeah, the, the, the Colin st stole a little bit of my time, but uh, that's not a problem. We need to keep going and normally have four hours left uh, or three hours left. So uh, three hours left. Yeah. Time is well. flying. We, uh, we will have another chat uh, any day soon. Huh? Okay, very good. And Wilfred, I got to thank you for all the work that you've helped actually putting this together. You've been doing some promotions for us and, and getting the word out there. So I just wanted to thank you for that. And by the way, uh, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, they can email me at wilfried at digitalblacksmiths.io or go to our website. And uh, yeah, we uh, we are uh, onboarding new clients. So if any Amazon seller wants to uh, uh, knock it out of the park in uh, digital marketing, then uh, come to us. We currently run Google ad campaigns at 1,300% ROAS. So if you put $1 in, you get $13 back. You can scale that any time of the day. Yeah? Uh, that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right my friend okay we okay. we'll see you later and thanks for sharing your time have bye. a good one bye thanks wilfred all right so we have our very first influencer panel coming up um we've got three guests joining us joshua burns matt burns and paul Barron. um joshua and matt are from wti hub and paul Barron is from influx catalyst and uh anything else you want to say before we get to our panel no i think it's uh it, it's good and i like you being a, a moderator maybe you should do that during uh, the podcast all the time try. when i start going down different rabbit holes that's uh something that's always we're working on every day i think uh, yes i think so all right let's bring the guys on well hello norm hello hello how are you guys not bad, not bad. Good to be here with you. And thanks for making up some time and sharing it. Look at Paul Barron. I haven't seen him for ages. Where have you been hiding? In my in my uh, office and or backyard. I haven't really been traveling much this year. Last time, I think the last actual Amazon event I was at was in Estonia in June. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I've cut back a lot this year too. So today we're going to be talking about influencers. And both like WTI um, and over with, with Paul with Influx, uh, both handle influencers. It's not like a, uh, it's not one influencer that we're talking about. I know that uh, we started something called the Zero to 100,000 Challenge, and we're going out there and we're being a an influencer to see what it's like. Uh, both of these uh, companies have networks, and we'll talk a little bit about that at the end. But Let's just talk about influencers uh, in general. So, Paul, uh, when you're an influencer in your eyes, what does that mean and what are the different types? So, first of all, I hate the term influencer. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get that out there. I think, it's, I think it's cheesy, it's overdone, and it has a lot of baggage. Um, because I think that generally speaking, when you hear the term influencer, people probably think Kim Kardashian shaking her ass or something. Um, and those aren't the people that I work with. I mean, if you, if you have something that you want somebody to be shaking their ass, I could, I'm sure I could probably get norm. I'm to... there. There. Perfect. You're going to get to hundred K all it, just a little booty shake. That's all. No. Um, I prefer the term creator and the reason for Especially that with is... the beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the reason why I prefer the term creator is because the people that we 
that I choose to work with that we want to work with are, are creatives. They are creative people. Um, and anybody, everyone has influence. Um, I think that it would be better to, to call it influence marketing versus influencer marketing because every single person um, has influence. Mm-hmm. And if you disregard the small people because you're looking for the large people, you're already setting yourself off on the wrong foot. And um, I think, you know, I love what Williford says about, you know, being on social and, and, and SEO and that sort of stuff. I think that a lot of times Amazon, play, Amazon sellers are playing a game and they're playing a game of gray hat tactics to get to the top with no real long-term actual business growth strategy. And they're looking at, well, I'm going to do this keyword hack and I'm going to do this two-step URL. And I'm like, well, can I give the two-step URL to the influencers? Can the, can the, can I rank, can I guarantee rank? And really what it comes down to is it's, you're working with creative people that have influence over a set of people. And just because you work with them doesn't mean that all their people are going to see your stuff too. So an influencer is somebody, anybody, really. It's you, me, we all have a following, whether that's your mom and your your best friend, you have two people that follow you, you still have a following. And um, I prefer working with people that have that are squarely within our, our target demographic and work with people that actually, you know, if they don't necessarily love the product at the start, um, I prefer long term partnerships where they can grow to love the product and they and they really are promoting the product and the brand for the product and the brand's sake versus just getting money. And I think that that's um, it's a bit of a challenge to do, um, especially in the landscape that we're at nowadays with influence marketing. Um, the term UGC and UGC creator and UGC um, influencers actually is is on the rise because there's a lot of people that don't have a following. They don't have anything on social media. All they do is they make money creating content, which is great um, if you know how to use that content and you know how to turn that content into like a whitelisted ad or use it on on Amazon in in your um, various different ad types, um, you know, then you can you know look at that UGC angle. But I prefer working with people that give us the UGC that also send it to their audience and love the brand and love to um, talk about products. So, um, an influencer is a creator. Anybody can be an influencer. Right. So you know it's interesting. I'm listening to what you have uh, that what you were talking about, especially when you get the content. So you get this UGC, and it's used once, and it might be something that somebody's doing on Amazon, or it might be something that somebody just got from Billow or any of the companies out there, and you see that they use it in one area once, and they don't repurpose it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it is crazy, and. You know, I like to just kind of go over to uh, the the brothers. Uh, so you've got this product, this one piece of um, video. What can you do? We talk about repurpose, but a lot of people don't understand repurposing. And I, I guess it's two points. First of all, what is legal? What is moral? Okay, so or ethical? Um, can you just take it and run with it? And then let's talk about repurposing and how you can do that. Yeah, great, great question, Norm. And um, Paul, great, great uh, comments from you. Actually, you you hit the nail on the head with a lot of those points and and we couldn't agree with you more. When it comes to creatives, that's really, that's really what's what's kind of changed and and, um, morphed our company into what it is today. 
Um, and and when when a video is made, you're right. It, there there is legal responsibilities, uh, both to the to the models themselves, people who, who make the make the videos, and also for uh, the comp- the platforms that you put it on, and ultimately to you know the government. You have responsibilities to them as well to to make sure you're disclosing certain things. Uh, that's all very important. As far as repurposing the video and, and using in different places, you know, just be smart about it. There are many different platforms that you can use the same video on. Um, getting, you know, becoming a uh, a uh, affiliate on those different places gives gives you that opportunity to be able to use the same video for that product in a different place. Um, I'm not sure if that answers your question exactly, no, but it's kind of where. Yeah. And then let's talk about the repurposing. Maybe uh, Josh. You know, when you talk about repurposing video, uh, a lot of people don't use, they might share it once or twice, but there's a lot of different ways that you can repurpose a video. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? You're muted, bud. This is what I deal with all the time, guys. You know what I mean? (laughs) Nope. Still muted. Still nothing. Maybe she doesn't know the answer to the question. That's a good way of doing it. Do the do the um the ventriloquist thing. Yeah, just <laughs> I, I, I thought you were gonna say interpretive dance. I mean you could do that too. I, I thought that was gonna be you, Norm, with the booty shaking and oh hair. okay, okay, yeah. I'll give you I'll give you an example while he's trying to figure out his, sure. his sound. I'll give you an example about repurposing. Okay. So on YouTube, for example, you have um, a video that you upload to YouTube so that you can you know get affiliate links to to bring your bring people over to buy the product somewhere. Well, you can also make little short videos and YouTube has a system in there where you can take that same video create a short out of it and load that short up. And by the way, that's all, of course, it's Google, right? That's Google's baby. And uh, they've got some amazing new AI programs that they're using to, to get these videos and, and, and uh, information in front of the right audiences. So um, it's really important to repurpose your videos that way. And you're going to get more exposure for the, both the brand that you're using it for and for yourself as a company, if that's what you're building. One of the, uh, the hardest things that sellers have, I see this all the time, they know that influencer marketing or creator marketing is uh, super important, but they have found it almost impossible to find good influencers. And I don't know if that static's uh, coming from Josh. <laughs> There, it must be Josh. Okay, there there we go. go. Now that's strike two. Maybe strike three, it'll work. Yeah. Uh, But uh, but just going back to to finding influencers. Now you both have networks that you go and you have outreach for. But what makes it, or how can how can sellers find influencers easier? Uh, than what they're doing right now. And they're getting maybe no results or very little or poor quality. Can I say the same thing that I've been saying for like five or 10 years? Uh, five or 10? Is that it? So back in when we uh, we, like we did it, our little course what, in uh, Amazing. 20, yeah, 2015 is when I started selling. Use your freaking inserts. Seriously. Like if your product, if, so first of all, I'm going to roll this back just a bit. Yep. If your product is just a Me Too product, and there's legitimately nothing unique about it. Like you don't have a unique anything. It's just you took a you took a label on it, 
and you slapped it on from China, you're going to have a really hard time building a group of genuine following, like genuine influencers. Why? Because your product is not genuine. I'm going to call a spade a spade. Mm -hmm. If you're not comfortable putting your face on the brand, why in the world would you think that anybody else would? That's one thing. Um, so your brand needs to stand for itself. But really, when let's say that you do that. You have a great, you have a great product. You have a great brand. Um, it's awesome. People love it. You get great reviews. You don't have to go the gray hat and black hat tactic to get rid of all the one-star reviews that are from your customers because your product is crap. If your product is fantastic and it stands for itself and you're not building an audience from your customers, you are shooting yourself in the foot legitimately because according to the Harvard Business Review, it is between five and 20 times more expensive to acquire a new customer than it is to sell to the same customer twice. Furthermore, the way that I look at creators, influencers, they are customers of a type. Because creating that partnership with a customer, with a, with a creator, um, if you're doing it for the first time, there's all sorts of reasons why they could be. Maybe they're doing it because they want to build their brand. They see that your brand will help them build their brand. Maybe they're doing it because they love your product and they mm -hmm. just want to promote it to their audience. Maybe they're doing it because they want to generate commission and sales, that sort of thing. The point is you need to understand what's in it for the creator and then build that relationship over time. Because the most effective partnerships that we've had are ones where we've built partnerships. So we, we do sort of have our network, um, like you said, Norm. But really what we do is we focus on building out um, creators that are generally unique to the brand, like a, a tribe. And we really start seeing success with our clients about two to three months in, really. And that's when we start clicking on all, all four gears, um, cylinders four gears what kind of car has four gears um you know what i mean four cylinder yeah. that's a small car we, we, <laughs> what, we go with v16 but you get my point um when when you really understand what's in it for the influencer why they're why they're partnering with you the creator themselves what are they doing and you work to build that long-term partnership you, the content that they produce is going to be a lot higher scale it's going to be a lot higher quality and it's going to drive more effective results that's something that we see all the time. Like we've, we've shifted. So Norm and I were business partners for two years. Something year like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, because he has like a bajillion other things going on. So I've, I've, you know, I'm running influ uh, influx now on my own when Norm and I worked together it was kind of creating those one-off partnerships. But what we sort of transitioned to is long-term ongoing partnerships with creators where we know, okay, if this, if this works, this is a good, um, arrangement where we find somebody that works. Um, then we reach out to them again. So number one place that you're not looking, your customers, go to your customers, ask them. Um, the likelihood that they would be willing to trade content for, for promotion or shout outs or free products is pretty high, especially if they bought from you more than once because they've already voted with their dollars that, they've, that they love you, right? If they, if they repeat purchasers. So go to your customers, find them. Um, if you're looking to do like the manual outreach stuff, you can go to any of the creator marketplaces. TikTok creator marketplace is great. Um, you, a lot of people by now should have access to Instagram creator marketplace. It might still be in beta. I'm not sure, but that's a great way to go natively to the platforms themselves as opposed to third party things like bill join brands, something like that um, where then you can actually proactively reach out to clients. And then the third way that we, we get people is actually setting up inbound ads and advertising our brand ambassador um, or brand rep sort of positions where basically we trade content for a product. 
and that works fantastically well. That's um, a lot. That's a bigger, bigger lift because you need to have a social media manager on staff and or a community manager. Um, but that works really, really great. Great. Yeah. And you know, another thing to go along with that, if I may, um, what's extremely important in deciding who you want to work with, if you're a brand looking to find, um, you know, some, a creative team or an influencer team or whatever, um, the creative itself is critical. Trying to find just one, you know, one guy that always has a million followers or that that doesn't mean anything. I mean, you might get a little flash in the pan sales or something like that. And that's great if that's what you're looking for. But ultimately, if you're going to build the right relationships, you're going to have the right uh, creators working with you. You need to know what it is that they make. And I was at a recent event in LA and uh, there was a, someone speaking from Google directly there and they showed a, a really interesting chart. And when it comes to um, the, what you're, what contributes to your sales, they, they, they broke it down for you. And it said that the brand itself makes up 15% of it. The reach that which you think would be so important makes up only 22% of it. Uh, targeting, retargeting, 9% of it. The absolute biggest part of it is the creative at 47%. So you can have the best reach in the world, but if you're not reaching the right audience or the right target, and you don't have the right creative to really connect with them, you're wasting your money, you're wasting your time, wasting your effort. So it's critical if you're gonna find the right team to work with that they make quality content that you can rely on and that you will, you know, that will continue to service the needs that you have uh, for any of your ad campaigns. Exactly, and that's like, there's different type of um, content that you want for ads versus organic in-stream. Sometimes they're meat in the middle, but, some, like quite oftentimes we'll have clients come to us and they, they literally want just a commercial for their product, which is cool. That's great. And you can use those in places, but that does not play well on social. It won't go viral because people don't go to social to be sold. They're not going to be on TikTok scrolling and being like, you know what, what's the next item I, I'm going to have somebody sell to me. In fact, when, when anybody brings up a, an item on screen, the amount of scroll is really high. And, and I couldn't agree more. You have to have the right creative and it has to be, um, I'm giving a speech in at Jamie's event in Australia here, Norm. Yep. And I'm still trying to land on my title, but the first portion is going to be lost in translation. And I'm going to talk about how social media landscapes, you have to have, sometimes you almost have a translator, right? Kelsey, you're on TikTok all the time. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And it is a weird place. Correct. It is. And just like what you're saying, the hooks on a video are like the most important thing. If those visual and you audio know. hooks aren't there, then your video is just useless. You, we have an entire channel in our company Slack, Fred, um, in our in company Slack for just trending videos or things that we, when uh, I've tasked the team, when they see something that makes them pause and watch the whole thing, I told them when you're doing this on your whatever, stop, watch it again and think through why you stopped and watched it. Because there's certain things that happen in, in 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 these videos, and for TikTok specifically, and and Matt had said this, like repurposing. Literally, everybody wants to be TikTok these days. YouTube has YouTube Shorts. Pinterest has Pinterest Shorts. I don't know if you knew that. It's crazy. Like everything has their short form video content. Obviously, we have Reels. It's the it's the closest simulacrum. But I think that Reels lags behind TikTok in terms of trends between one month, one week, and one month. 
because we'll see trends that go on TikTok and then they make their way to Instagram a little bit later. But what I see is you have zero seconds. There's the zero second mark. There's a three second mark. There's a six second mark. And you have to hit certain things at each one of these seconds in terms of the creative. There, there has to be something visually striking within the first immediate, so zero seconds, visually striking enough to cause people to hesitate. Then within three seconds, you have to have a solid enough hook to keep them interested. Like, ooh, this, this is interesting. I might watch this. And then at six seconds, you have to hook them to watch the rest, however long it may be. So it has to be immediately, what's going on? I'm going to watch this. And there's a lot of different content types that fill into this category, like WTF, man, I have no idea what's happening. And so you're just like, what the hell is going on on the screen? I'm going to sit here and watch this. And sometimes you never know. It's like Napoleon Dynamite. You have no idea what happened. But it, but there was a movie, and some guy wore moon, moon boots. You know? Right. Yeah. Anyway, right. sorry. We are, are you trying up? to cut us off? I am. I'm, I'm giving you guys the hook. Um, okay. I, I do want to say one thing. Uh, first of all, Paul, I've known you forever, and thanks for coming on. But uh, Josh, it, it, this is this is hilarious. For Josh and Matt, we met uh, at uh, Amy Weiss's event in uh, Mexico, and it turns out this is in Mexico. We start talking. We didn't get to talk to each other afterwards for a while. It turns out that I live in a little small rural village called Innisville. And this is, they lived, they grew up a stone's throw away. So they were in Barrie, which is, I can drive there in five, in five minutes. And uh, it, it was crazy, but it's just uh, the amount of people that you meet and just things that happen. Like, I can't believe that you grew up here because you're in yeah, Florida. But, yeah, I but I had to get away from the coal. So now that's why we're in Florida now, right? Talk to my so. wife. <laughs> we were in Hawaii, but we're we're back here loving four seasons. One of us is. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thanks a lot for coming on. It's uh it's been great seeing all of you again. And Josh, if you see him, say hi to me. Yeah, uh, technical difficulties there. Very good. Okay, yeah. guys, we'll see you later. All right, pleasure to be on with Thank you today. You. Thanks, Norm. Thanks. Bye. All right, nice to meet you, Matt. And thank you, Paul. All right, Norm, I'm gonna give you five minutes uh, for drinks, whatever you need to do in these five minutes. And I'm just going to um, go over a few things and we'll have our AI panel in about five minutes. So um, it's just me. Hello, everyone. Thank you for watching today's uh, episode 500. Uh, we still got another two and a half hours planned for you guys. Um, we're going to just toss over to a few fan videos that were sent in and some uh, guests videos as well. So uh, Norm will be back in just a few minutes, but uh, here are a few videos from the Beard Nation. So here's the first one. There is only one place on earth to go to find the rise of the microbrands, and that is Lunch with Norm. All right, that's from Simon, and we have a video from Tom, or also known as AMZ Elite. Hi guys, I try to be quick. My name is Tom, aka AMZ Elite. I've met Norm uh, in 2020, two days before COVID 
hit uh, California in San Francisco during uh, Seller Growth Summit organized by Helium 10. We exchanged few sentences in the basement, but I don't think Norm remembers. After I came back to London, I uh, subscribed to his uh, podcast, to his YouTube channel. And around 18 months later, October 2021, Norm announced that uh, he was going to come visit London. Uh, so I offered my car and my driving skills and picked Norm up from the from the Gatwick Airport, I remember, and drove him all the way to his uh, hotel in central London. During that hour, I was exposed to Norm's wisdom, and I believe it was worth 10,000 times more than uh, the money I spent on uh, that parking ticket at the airport and gas. I won many fancy prizes, but the biggest one was a BDSS ticket for edition number eight in June 2023, where I had a real lunch with Norm. Guys, keep doing what you do, and this is the best e-commerce Amazon podcast in the world. Thank you. All right, and last thing is we've got some fan art that came in. This is from Luke, uh, aka Coolhand99. So thank you, Luke, for creating this beautiful work of art. Uh, Norm's back, and so we can get back to our Wheel of Kelsey, or not Wheel of Kelsey. Wheel of Kelsey is coming up at around 2 o'clock, but we have our AI panel. So, Norm, you ready to go? I'm ready. Okay, so we've got a couple very special guests. We have Saj joining us, Ritu, and Amy for our AI panel. So thank you, everyone, for coming, and Norm, you can take it away. Okay, very good. I can't wait to get into this one. But I have to say, because I can see Kevin still listening, Amy, uh, I can't believe what you guys have to put into a virtual summit. This is four hours, and I'm really, I've lost every single piece of hair left on my body I possibly could lose, <laughs> and so much work. I don't know how you guys do it. it it's a ton of work. Amazing teams. That's how we do it. <laughs> but it is a ton of work and you know i i don't think i lose hair but i definitely <laughs> i definitely have some stress during those days oh but my god all, it's all worth it when everybody shows up and they get so much value and you know it's just like the energy of of putting on an event and and connecting with people is so magical i love that yeah and you had a great event just recently your uh your q4 summit Yes, thank you so much. You gave a great presentation there as well. So did Ritu. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. All right. So this is going to be an AI talk. Um, I've got Ritu Java, who's been on the show a few times, uh, yes. Amy Weiss, and we've got Saj. So Saj, I want to say your name right. And I know I blew it the last time, but uh, oh, how about you tell me your last name? I just want to say it's right. Uh, it's Adib. I see. I would have blown it. I would have said it Adidas or Adidas or something. <laughs> but okay. And he's my new BFF. I was trying to learn AI as much as I could. We kind of all dove into it back in January. And he is my new mentor. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later on. But all of the panel has, I mean, I've, love the information that they're putting out about AI. So first of all, I want to talk to Amy about how people 
how Amazon sellers can easily use AI to help optimize their listings. Oh, well, I, I'm not, I'm definitely not the only one in this space doing stuff with listings, but you know, AI, there's so many different tools you can use for listings. Most of the Amazon tools already have AI built in for uh, utilizing, and they all pull, most of those tools pull from ChatGPT anyway. I personally like to do a combination. So I like to do the market research utilizing AI, and then I like to use prompts to really get an idea from that customer view from the market research that I just did and compare with other listings and ask the AI, you know, make it better than this listing. This is my USP, make it better than this listing, this listing, and this listing. And oh, by the way, rank me for these keywords. I like to add some additional prompts in besides just using the, the Amazon tools that are out there, because even though they do a great job, they, they are using whatever prompts have been built into that tool. Um, so I like to start by doing the market research, really getting an idea of who are those competitors I want to beat. And then I tell the AI, hey, this is my USP. This is who I want to beat. These are the keywords I want to rank for. Write me this listing. And I even give it the formats that I want the listing written into because I've you know tested that for years. And then I take that and copy and paste it into another tool and optimize for keyword, the remaining keywords. Like I love to use Zonguru's tool yeah. uh, for listing optimization. Um, and it, for me, I notice on the Zonguru score, if I just write the listing inside of Zonguru, um, I get a much higher score if I first do my process and then bring it in to Zonguru and further optimize it. So. So one of the things I like uh, about uh, Zonguru is that score, that evaluation. So it gives you your uh, competitors, and then you can try to beat your competitors. So if you haven't tried it out, check it out. I think they have a free trial. But uh, I do have one other question, then we'll move on. And you said something about you do your, um, your research through AI. How do you do your competitive research um, with ChatGPT? Well... I do market research utilizing uh, different AI tools. So, you know, some AI, ChatGPT does not always work great for reading links and things like that. So right. I utilize multiple different tools. So let's say I find a report. So recently I was helping a client redesign um, or design some women's clutch purses. Um, and I wanted to go off of the latest trends in leather. So I found all of these really great articles on the latest trends in leather. And you don't just want to ask ChatGPT that because it may not have the most up-to-date information. So you go and, and AI is not the answer to every single thing that you do in research, right? But AI can help you then take a ton of data and turn it into amazing designs, amazing recommendations. So for example, with these clutch purses, what I did is I studied, I went out there, I researched um, fashion trend articles, things like that of what was going on. But these articles had a ton of information and I'm not a leather expert. I'm not a fashion expert. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's not me. Um, so what I did is I said, oh my gosh, this is so much information. How do I turn this into five really great designs? So then I pulled all of that data in 
And I said, all right, this is what I'm trying to do. I own this brand. You give the AI the context of I'm this person. I own this brand. I'm trying to do this. I found this research. Um, this is the market I'm trying to break into. Here's the research I found. Can you, based on this research, recommend five great designs for um, 2023, right? And it did that. And then what I did was took that and put it into different generative AI visual tools to actually mock up the visualizations of these really cool designs. And the reason that you want to use multiple different AI visualization tools is A, because I mean, each one gives you completely, sometimes completely different results. Uh, they have different, you know, um, ways of prompting them. And, uh, you know, you're going to get different ideas from that. Um, and B, because each of them has different capabilities. Um, so I noticed like Adobe Firefly, for example, is really good for fashion stuff. It's awesome. But if I tried to design like a bottle or more, you know, hard goods, it doesn't work as well as Midjourney, for example. So, you know, that's kind of, and then I play around with Bing, I play around with Claude. Um, I like a lot of the different AI tools and sometimes I'll just compare them. I'll use the same prompts and compare them. And you really do get some just really great insights and results in doing that. Very good. Okay, Ritu, sticking on Amazon and working with your PPC skills. Uh, what can you, what are a couple of tips that you can give to some sellers out there? Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, first thing I want to say is that, you know, since we started using generative AI with our processes, internal processes, we've saved um, almost like 500 hours per month. Uh, that's wow. just on the, uh, the lower side as an agency. Uh, we're replacing a lot of tasks that we would have to do kind of manually um, and we're doing them through kind of automation and stuff like that with the help of tools that we built with the help of ChatGPT. So that's uh, one saving. Um, the other thing that really stands out is that uh, we've been able to introduce, you know, skills in our team that we didn't have earlier. So for example, we're doing a lot of stuff with SQL now, uh, structured query language, which we often need because, you know, the world of advertising uh, requires a lot of analysis and requires a lot of like digging into data and trying to draw uh, insights and stuff like that. So we've been playing a lot with um, using um, uh, data pipelines, you know, connecting our ad data with our organic data, uh, also competitor data, uh, keyword rank tracking data, putting that all into um, things like BigQuery. It's a data warehouse but then someone has to run BigQuery, right? It's not mm. super easy to kind of just do it. Uh, so, you know, I have team members who are now creating, uh, generating SQL queries uh, using ChatGPT, and they're doing all the analysis in uh, in BigQuery. So that's like a skill, a skill set that we did not have on the team that we now have. So it's giving uh, so much more um, richness to um, everything that we do internally. So. How does ChatGPT help us with uh, our advertising tasks? I think I want to break that down into like three uh, large areas. So the first one being um, just the language capabilities, right? Just the ability for copy and stuff like with ads and things like that, sponsored brand headline ads. Uh, we feed ChatGPT a lot of keywords and say, hey, group these into like um, very similar uh, words with kind of similar meanings or intentions. 
And then we ask it to create a prompt that uses one of those keywords or a close variant of it. So that basically helps us get very targeted sponsored brand headline ads, which we can then create at scale. Uh, we, we also got, got kind of uh, an, an embedded uh, chat GPT into Google Sheets uh, template that you can kind of simply drag down a formula and then it does it for so many keywords. So it kind of helps with those sorts of tasks, you know, just using the language ability. That's the first bucket. The second one is everything to do with images. You know, like we often have uh, images uh, that are in square format that we need to convert into landscape and things like that. And so there's so many tools now that can simply do that with building the remaining um, areas, generating the, the missing parts with, you know, just intelligence, with uh, artificial intelligence. Um, we've also uh, done things like uh, generate new backgrounds based on themes and things like that. So, you know, as Amy mentioned, there's mid-journey, there's so many others. And we're also kind of gravitating towards mid-journey as being the leader uh, of the pack. There's so many different ones, but we've, we've also used um, some of the free ones like Canva. Uh, Canva is not just for just picking, uh, you know, stock images um, off the market, but it's also like, um, it's also got like a, uh, AI component, it's called um, text to image, uh, and you have to active, activate it in order to use it, and it's free, right? So that's another area where we, we do a lot with images and stuff like that. And then the third area where we need um, generative AI for advertising is basically to deal with all the number stuff, like all the data and analyzing that data. Um, so one thing I want to say is that you know generative AI tends to have a little bit of hallucination, which is a term that is now getting uh, understood a little bit more where, you know, if you ask it a question and ask it to analyze something complex, like a, a large data set, for example, it's gonna spit out something that looks very co convincing and compelling, but it's completely off or it's just something made up and it sounds real, but it's not real. Mm. So the workaround for that is to use the latest kind of um, addition to ChatGPT's interface, which is uh, something called advanced data analysis. In, the, in its previous avatar, it was called Code Interpreter. I, I guess that phase came and went pretty fast. Like for a couple of months, it was like Code Interpreter, the thing buzzword that everyone was talking about. But they replaced that name. Uh, what Code Interpreter is, or the advanced data analysis is, is that it has an inbuilt system for generating Python code, uh, which then used is used to analyze the data, uh, and it. And then those results are much more reliable. So ChatGPT's own ability to assess data is not as great as when you have a program uh, doing that stuff, right? And so the this thing, the the advanced data analysis thing, actually generates that code. So it uses the best of uh, every world because uh, ChatGPT is great at generating code from just simple instructions. And then it's using that to analyze our data. So it kind of comes out as very kind of close to reality and close to the insights that humans might come up with uh, also. Um, and then there's so much on the analysis side, like um, generating uh, heat maps. There's recently there's been like, a, uh, you know, hourly data uh, from Amazon uh, from sponsored product ads. You can get hourly data, so you can throw that into ChatGPT and ask it to generate a heat map of which hours of the day, which days of the week you got sales or high ACOS or whatever, all that stuff. So anyway, those were the three basic kind of broad categories of areas where we have been seeing a lot of success with uh, with uh, generative AI. 
Very good. I was just looking at Carlos Alvarez uh, making me laugh in the background, but <laughs> he's in the green room and uh, oh, he's just doing gestures. Uh, anyways, thank you so much. It was awesome. Great tips. Saj, uh, you've really changed my life when it comes to uh, AI and what's on the forefront. Uh, by the way, I just got your uh, tip that uh, uh, we can browse again on um, Bing. Thank you so much. You just came out with a new advanced uh, a a chat GPT course uh, and your other course is fantastic. Uh, prior to that, uh, last week, you were talking also about um, your Firefly course that you just launched. So you were just on the podcast uh, a week ago or so, uh, just dropping nuggets after nuggets after nuggets about AI. So uh, let's talk about this, uh, uh, about the next trends. What do you see in AI? And by the way, if you don't know Saj, he is a true educator and he has a platform that the second something comes out, he's usually on top of it. It's called Skill Leap, and um, I love it. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I'll take over actually what we were just talking about uh, as far as the hallucination. What I've just been testing out, just a video I was making yesterday about it, I found that a combination of basically using the default chat GPT to get a response from a prompt and then creating a new chat, giving that back to it using code analysis to get a different response compare. But now with browsing with Bing, it finds, it finds the hallucinations very quickly now. So I'll take the prompt that I got, put it in the default, paste that into, you have to start a new chat because you can't change between the two while you're in mid chat. But then with browsing with Bing, it does a whole different type of search, right? It does a whole different type of response. And then it gives you the sources. And I was using it maybe 10 different ways yesterday, and I got half the time saying that what it found with browsing with Bing was conflicting with what it found with the default mode. So if you need a response to be accurate from real sources, not the ones it makes up half the time, you have to do it that way. And I usually do it maybe number of different ways like we just talked about. So with the code analysis, with browsing, sometimes I do a default one with a plugin like Wolfram or a plugin that has a different data set access to a different data set and I compare those. And I only do this if I really need this to be accurate in information, right? If I'm using this to rewrite something or uh, you know, making ads and things like that, I ignore it. Uh, and just, yes, I mean, I usually send out a newsletter with all the updates of the week on Friday. And since I have browsing with Bing, it's made it like a million times easier because I'll go to whatever digital trend and they have some AI update. I'll just copy and paste that link. Give me this in five bullet point formats or format, and then I have it. And then I usually rewrite the newsletter, but that's a great starting point. And another thing I do that I think would be helpful is in the custom instructions, I just been adding more and more to custom instructions in the second box of custom instru instru uh, instructions where it's telling you, hey, how do you want me to respond? And you could do this at the account level. So I, I've been completely changing my prompts now my prompts are getting shorter and shorter because I have them inside custom instructions every time. So for example, like a couple of the things I've been putting on there, I put, don't mention you're an AI. So now it just doesn't mention that. Or I say, don't apologize. It, you know, it constantly apologizes. A lot of times it says, go find the information somewhere else. I say, don't ever recommend finding help elsewhere. 
<laughs> and it, it's, it stops doing that. Um, and then I also wrote trying to bypass that issue with hallucination. I put, you're an honest uh, chatbot and you admit when you're unsure of something to try to see if it's gonna, <laughs> cause it just makes stuff up half the time. I'm like, oh, this sounds right. Uh, but then that's kind of been an interesting way to do it. And then I started feeding him more and more of my writing style, asking him for my writing level, the tone and the style. And then he would give me those in kind of one at a time. And then I added those in that second box of custom instructions. It's just, I hate copy and pasting large, you know, going to a different app, copy and pasting these big prompts. This way I found every time I'm going a different direction with it, I'll have to change that custom in instructions, but 90% of the time I'm not. I'm doing the same thing. I'm writing in my writing style. I, I don't want it to tell me it can't find help, you know? So th those are some of the things, at least on the chat GPT side. And then to your other questions, what else I've seen? Um, as far as the mid-journey and the image creation platforms, yes, I agree that mid-journey is definitely the king of it all. We've been, we're in the process of making new courses on stable diffusion on different installs. So stable diffusion, you could locally install it using like Google Colab. It's, it's a little more complicated because it's a, like a local install, but you could also run it inside of Dream Studio, which is like their native way of using stable diffusion. And I found really interesting things in there that I just can't find inside of Midjourney with all our prompting. It just makes it a little bit easier. It's more advanced. And then we just started, uh, we we're making a Leonardo course and Leonardo oh, just like, two, yeah, two days ago, they just released um, something called elements where very quickly you could change the style of it. So you could go from like eight bit graphics into realistic looking graphics uh, or image creation. So Leonardo uses stable diffusion in the, in the background, but I found it to be even better than dream studio. So we're trying to compare it's really hard, I think, to take down Midjourney, but I think, you know, for for a lot of your audience too, I think when Dolly three comes out with the ability to recognize images inside of ChatGPT, that's going to be a complete game changer. I imagine you take a picture of your product, you upload it to ChatGPT with Dolly three, and maybe come up with a listing just from it recognizing what the image is. That could be. I mean, I see a million different ways to use Dolly three inside of uh, inside of chat gpt which i don't have access to i just got access to the kind of cool it has like five different voices where he talks back so making yeah. it more like jarvis you know from uh iron man was was that the back in the chatbot or was that the one zuckerberg made like six years ago but the one basically you could have a conversation with it so i mean using it on my phone is a little glitchy i feel like but that could be interesting just turning it to a whole voice activated chatbot which is available right now on the iPhone. I was just using it today. I, I liked um, one of the, I, I had no idea this was even out. And then you put a video out about a web uh, chat GPT. And now every time I do a search on the right-hand side, I've got it summarizing whatever I'm looking yeah. up, which is pretty handy. So uh, I, I don't know if uh, any of the listeners have tried that, but uh it's just a, a simple plugin and it's uh or no, it's a Chrome extension. It's a it? Chrome extension. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes things so easy when you're doing searches. Okay. So I know we're over, uh, but just quick, maybe one minute, 30 second tip. Why don't we start uh, with Amy? Well, I'll put you on the spot, Amy. I mean, geez, 30 second tip. 
my tip would be that if you aren't into AI yet, just get started. Don't wait for somebody to teach you a formula. Like literally get out there, go on chat GPT, use Bing, whatever, and just start having a conversation with AI. Just start. You don't need to wait because what's going to happen is you're going to be lost in it. Like I, right. I'm still meeting people that are like, I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. I've heard cool things about it. I mean, AI is capable of being your meal planner, your therapist, anything you need in your life. I mean, me and my team are using it every single day across multiple for every different type of use. And I use it in my personal life and in my businesses. And it saves me so much time and really enhances my life. So don't be afraid of it. Don't wait for somebody to teach you. Get out there, have a conversation. It's smart enough to have a conversation with you. So just have a conversation. Don't worry about learning the perfect prompt. Uh, just start would be my best tip for you. All right, awesome. Okay, Ritu. Um, so I was chatting with my sister yesterday and she said, ChatGPT is giving me a FOMO. <laughs> like, she's like, this, this thing knows too much and I need to kind of, you know, uh, ab absolutely absorb it in everything I do. So one tip from, from my side is, uh, try to use ChatGPT to generate, um, Google Sheets formulas. Cause I know everybody manages their business, you know, either through, uh, some sort of, you need spreadsheets, right? Everyone needs spreadsheets. So if you are using spreadsheets in any uh, way, shape or form, um, it's kind of nice to kind of get uh, a little bit advanced uh, and just just count on Google Sheets formulas that ChatGPT can generate very, very easily. And if you're a little bit advanced, then you can also use um, ChatGPT to generate app script code which like, honestly, I'm not a programmer, but you know, if you can ask it to generate code that does stuff on your Google Sheets and make something happen, um, even if you have errors in that code, you can always throw it back to it and say, fix that, I got this error and it'll fix it back. So without knowing anything about programming, you can actually generate a lot of micro tools, which is you know, small things that improve your efficiency uh, by a large amount. So really encourage you guys to uh, try that out. Very good. And last word, Saj. I think for more advanced users, it sounds like a lot of people have a lot of data they have to deal with. And between the data analysis and even Claude, there's a limitations on how many PDFs and things like that you could upload and interact with. So we just rolled out a new course. It's like only 45 minutes long from someone uh, from an AI expert at Microsoft. But Microsoft Azure has this thing called OpenAI Service. Basically, you make your own private server using Azure. I think they give you like a couple hundred bucks of free credit to roll it out. And then you could download or you could upload your own data set, like PDFs and you know sheets and things like that. And then it creates your own private chatbot for you that you could interact with. If you're And this doesn't require at all a developer. It's like really basic. We did it. We don't know what we're doing. We followed her course that she made for us. And in 30 minutes... We had it up and running. The things that required a developer that I think could take it way further is you could actually make that same chatbot available to your organization. It requires some authentication, like coding that you have to do, which I think a developer is required for. And then you could also make it publicly available on like a custom domain if you want it to be a chatbot that's available to the public too. Again, that requires a developer. But to use it as a personal chatbot on a private server from the company that owns half of OpenAI, I think is a really, you know, worth looking at again for more advanced users, but I, it sounds like a lot of people have a lot of private data. 
I can't wait for that course to come out. That's that I never heard of that. Okay, everybody, Amy Ritu Saj, thank you so much for being part of the 500th. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, we went over, but thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. All Congratulations. right. Congratulations. Thank you. All right, Kels. All right. So we have a couple of guests already lining up in the studio. So we've, we're going to do the next hour, um, five minute hacks. Um, we'll see if we can keep it on track, but we'll, we'll try our best. Um, but anyways, uh, we do have a giveaway announcement. So I'm going to uh -oh. just jump into that. We're going to do that quickly in just a few ad reads. And then we'll get into our first guest, Carlos Alvarez. Um, but before that, uh, we've got our giveaway. Uh, it's going to be one free camp e-com ticket worth $720, one year of data dive worth $1,500, and one year of seller systems worth $3,000. This is one prize pack. This is not the grand giveaway. That's happening in a little bit uh, still, but this is our second giveaway out of four. And, and that's from Brandon Young and Anthony over at Data Dive and Anthony. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So we're going to go over to the Wheel of Kelsey and uh, let's see who is the winner. It's time for the Wheel of Kelsey. Okay. All I can say is get ready for the uh, the grand finale, Wheel of Kelsey. It's uh, it's going to be big. But uh, here we go. Here is the second giveaway. What a $5,000 giveaway. All right, congratulations. Perfect, congrats. Mardani. Um, I saw uh, Ali commenting in the YouTube uh, already, so hopefully he can. Uh, he saw his live win, or uh, saw, saw the live win. But uh, anyways, uh, we're going to just go over to a quick ad read, and we'll be back with Carlos. This episode of Lunch with Norm is sponsored by VAA Philippines. Looking for a high-quality virtual assistant for your business? With the rigorous screening, intensive Amazon and Walmart training, and ongoing professional development, get the peace of mind with skill and motivated virtual assistance for a long-term working relationship. Hire through VAA today, and now let's get back to the show. All right. Hey, where, so where is that man? Without further ado, here is Carlos Alvarez. What's up, man? I saw that little dance you were doing and uh, you threw me off. You threw me off. <laughs> nice. That was the goal. How man. are you? I'm doing good. good. I'm doing fine. You've got a, a big event coming up fairly soon. It's yep. actually one of the, or part of the wheel of Kelsey um, is a ticket to the cruise. So you've got the online sellers cruise that you do every year and it's fantastic. I can tell from, tell everybody from experience. So, um, We'll talk a bit more towards the end, but five minutes. Here we go. Hacks so, or tips. Tips. Yeah. I, I I guess this is I guess this is a hack. I, I really stay away from hacks too. So when you first reach out, I'm like, I don't really do hacks. I just master the basics and that really works. But I guess this one is a hack. It's something I've been doing for uh for, for many years. And I just accidentally brought it up when somebody was asking me for 
uh, some some best practices when it came to an insert card. And I was like, well, you know what? I, I got tired of insert cards and I felt like they were one was not as bad as the other. Um, mm-hmm. None of them were like absolutely amazing. I did everything from snail mail to anything under the sun you can think of. And you you know some really creative ones. But the what I started doing is I started just incorporating an app, like a legit app like you see in the uh, in the app store, like in the Google Play and wherever someone gets their app. And I use a tool called uh, Good Barber. Uh, no affiliation whatsoever. It, it, it's a, it's called Good Barber. It's a drag and drop app builder. And so, so I mean that meaning you don't know code, you need to know code. It's not some super expensive thing, anything like that. But how I started doing this and the reason why it really stuck with me is everyone I think listening to this is, is can visualize and they're familiar with uh, like a wearable technology product that you see on Amazon. And you notice with this wearable technology, you usually see like the silhouette of a phone or a mobile app sitting right there in the main image of the product. And, and the, the connection is super obvious. It's a wearable technology product. You can probably track your, your, your health and, and other vitals with this app, but there is nothing in Amazon that says it can only be a wearable technology product. So what happened was at the time I was selling a product that was very competitive on price. And by adding the silhouette of this app in the main image of the product, which again, I'm going to tie this into the first part that I said about the insert card, like actually what it does is I was able to sell this product for five to $10 more uh, across different products because it had what I call a uh, technological differentiator to it. Um, we ran this through PicFu. We got a lot of results. And apparently having the silhouette of an app that is tied to your phone and perhaps is displayed on the packaging that someone can download to get uh, uh, their warranty filled out, uh, to get how-to videos on how to use the product, assembly instructions, a- any of that support that you would want to do for your product or any anything else. You could do rebates if that's your thing. It's not mine. Um, anything else you'd want to do um, delivered via that app. So you're saving, you're saving a tree by not putting any paper inserts or any plastic stuff in the packaging. It gives your brand a higher value appearance because it has an app and, yeah. you're able, and you're able to sell it more. It acts as a huge scroll stopper when you're going through Amazon and you're scrolling. Imagine look, you're looking at yoga blocks. I can't think of anything more boring actually than you and I doing yoga, but whatever. Think of yoga blocks. We'll do yoga on the cruise. So right. yoga blocks and you're looking at this dizzying sea of like yoga blocks. And then all of a sudden you see a yoga block that has like an app in the main image sitting next to it. And you're like, Whoa, what is this? Like wh- what would an app have to do with a yoga block? But if you look at a product on Amazon, as an example, um, it's the, the withings body comp scale for body weight, again, zero affiliation whatsoever. You'll see that they have a, they'll, they'll have it, that app, exactly what I'm talking about tied up into the main image. And you're able to read what is showing on the splash page of that app. So in, in the case of the yoga blocks, it could say, you know, your, your monthly sun salutations course free, all, all this different stuff. It can say it on the app as it's part of the app. Um, the only thing you can't do, by the way, in case somebody hears this and they run and they go try to do it is um, you can't offer to deliver something via the app. Like you can't bifurcate the sale. You can't say buy this product and then you deliver something else on the app. So that, that can't be tied like that or, or you start running afoul of Amazon's terms of service. But having the app otherwise acts as a huge differentiator. It lets you have like one insert card to rule them all, if you will. It gives your product a much higher value, which you could test any way you want on PicFu. And it's been my go-to thing for a long time. A lot of people started using it once I started sharing that I did this. And it's turned out to be an amazing hack, if you will, that people have been using. So I try to say that as fast as possible to be respectful of time. So I don't know where you want to go with that. that that's that's awesome. I, I've, never, I've never done that. You just... Yeah, just like you were saying. Now I'm going to go and check this out because I heard of it. Uh, I've heard of no code, you know, no code apps, and 
Um, but I've never really put put it to pen or put it to app, uh, you know, for any of my products. So thanks for that, uh, Carlos. Uh, also, before uh, you take off, you want to just talk about your incredible event. Like, I don't push. I if I've gone to events before, I let people know. Um, we vet events, and this is an awesome time. Like you're locked on a boat, uh, you're learning while you're at sea, and then you're having a ton of fun and networking and just enjoying each other's company while you're doing excursions. And that's the online seller's cruise. So uh, if you want to say anything about that, just please go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd love for everyone to join. You're speaking, actually a re repeat speaker, in invited back to speak again. It's a phenomenal cruise. It's a phenomenal event. It's definitely learning, but there's a ton of fun on the, the cruise side of things. And it's very different than other events because it, it's a lot more immersive. If somebody clicks with you at a regular show and they want to get with you, if, if they can get invited to the party that you go to afterwards, or they can steal a few moments with you, they can. Here, no, they could have pizza with you all night. They could be on the jacuzzi. And the, the, the secret trick with you, if you want to get all of Norm's information, is he will be smoking a cigar every night, PM, every night on a specific spot on the ship. And you can just mine him for information. And it's like that with all the speakers. And, and, and even if somebody's not speaking, they're just you know, a wealth of information on the ship. Um, seems to attract like an intermediate to advanced crowd because this person's getting away from their business for a week. So it's, it's, it's a great event, super biased. But as you said, Norm, uh, it's definitely one you don't want to miss. Just go to onlinesellercruise.com and grab a ticket. They're super affordable. And there's a, f a few cabins left. Very good. All right, Carlos. Thanks for being part of this. Thanks, Carlos. Thank See you, buddy. Oh, sorry. Cut Congrats you off. That's on 500, guys. Thank All right, you. Thanks, All right. So thank you, Carlos. We've got a couple guests already waiting in the wings. We've got Isabella Hamilton next. After that, Ben Leonard and Athena Savari um, coming up after that. So we're going to bring on Isabella Hey, hello. hello, my beautiful, beautiful people. Congratulations on episode 500. That Thank is you. intense, Thank you. my friends. That is good. I have not seen you in a little while. Listen, listen, my dear friend, Norm, you can always reach out to me. You know, I'm, I'm here building empires, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what an amazing, amazing adventure has been for you. And to get to episode 500, I mean, I remember when you first started and to see you here, to have that consistency, holy guacamole. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Congratulations to you and Kelsey and have the whole team behind this production. Thank you. Uh, I do have to say one thing. You remember when we were at Driven? Okay. I yes. was telling you about a book. I'm going to be talking to you a bit more about this. Okay. The book. Ah. So yes. this is uh, from yes, Colin yes, Campbell. Yes, 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 yes. He just he was on just uh, about an hour ago, and he was talking about it. It. I got a. This is a. a the release date is October the third, and uh, Forbes is behind it. Uh, but we have to talk about that. So yes. um, let's talk about your tip and then we'll talk about what you're doing. Yes, let's really do it. I love it. And you know what? When I was thinking of hacks and hello, Carlos, uh, by the way, I just went on my first cruise ever and it was amazing. It wasn't with Carlos, but I highly, highly recommend. And I know Carlos for many years, please go. Norm is going to be there. All the cool people are going to be there. Carlos, I love you. Hearts. Um, and then, so I was thinking of the hacks. 
And, you know, me and Hacks are not really, you know, we're, we're, we're not on good terms, right? Because I like to do things long term. And yep. I think Carlo man, Carlos mentioned that. And looking at what you guys accomplished with 500 episodes, it was consistency. It was showing up every single day. So I just created this little presentation. Let me see if I can do this just really quickly. Tell me when you see this. We see it. Okay, perfect. So I know not everybody's going to want to do this, and that's okay because this hack is going to, to be a very consistent hack. So what I've noticed, a huge trend, and I'm sure those who are on TikTok and YouTube, it's all about content. And what I want you guys to do, those who have a brand and who are here to stay and want to actually go somewhere with their brand, Start today, pick a platform, whether it's TikTok or YouTube, I would do both if I were you and get a product that's actually either close to the product that you're selling or that has potential to spark some type of emotion, whether it's, um, you know, something funny, something sad, whatever the case may be for your product. I have a great example actually here, if you don't mind me showing you, sure. this is a scrub that you can see this lady here mercedes she doesn't have many followers six thousand followers however she does she did this really uh funny video on on uh, this scrub and she's putting in like funny things and she's showing the product this product got 1.7 million views that's one Isabella? yes um i don't think we can see your video if you're sharing uh -huh. something okay uh, let me do this again then. So sorry about that. Because I need to, you know, I always have an issue with, with this streaming here. Okay. This, this. How do I share them all? How do I share? Oh, I don't know if you can. Gotcha. Share them all. Okay. Maybe this. One at a time. Let's see. Or that's too much. Can okay. This? There we go. Yep. All right. So, okay, so this um, this lady right here, Mercedes, only has a few followers, as you can see. So it wasn't that she's so famous that got. But the way she made this video and the, the keywords that she used got 1.7 million visitors. Jeez. Now, if you go to Amazon, you can see this product is killing it. I'm not saying all of them came from TikTok, but I really want to show how important this is and how important it is for somebody to create their own social media account again TikTok, youtube preferred and i know there's a lot of people that say i don't want to show my face i don't want to be there there's many different channels that have no face um and they still get to do this you want to just basically follow what everybody else is doing uh, try to create a content calendar just like you guys did with your podcast you have to be super super consistent with this to get to 500 episodes you had to go through each one but you can start immediately by creating content if you don't want to do it yourself you can hire somebody but our friendly GPT is always here to, to consult with us, right? So if you need to come up with a funny strategy or something funny that you can include in your videos, that will be my best, uh, my best bet. Let me see if I can hide this quickly. Okay, perfect. Um, I know it's not a quick five minute hack that you can do, but I really want to express how important this is. I see a lot of clients that have started implementing this when they come to Rank Bell. Um, they, they drive a lot of outside traffic now from 
TikTok, YouTube, and other social media channels. Don't sleep on this, guys. We have ChatGPT on our hands. You really don't need anything else. All you need is just a little bit of time dedication to put into your product. So that's my hack for today, Norm. Short awesome. and sweet. <laughs> Thank you, Isabel. Now, contact information. Yes, uh, you can reach me on rankbell.com as always. Uh, you can email me at bell at rankbell. Perfect. Very good. Yes. And I have to reach out to you from Colin's book to talk to you a bit more. I would love that. And maybe that's another. That's another conversation. We can talk uh, at another time. Ben, I want to say hi to Ben. Uh, ben Leonard, that's coming up next. Kelsey, you're amazing. Norm, love you guys. Thank you for inviting me. Perfect. All hey, right, Isabella. Thank you. All right. All just... the way from Scotland. All right. So just a second. Let me just jump up uh, Isabella's link there. So uh, check out Rank Bell. And uh, our next guest, Ben, he's got a great book coming out. Another book. That's another book that maybe uh, Isabella should be promoting. That's we'll right. talk to Ben about that. All right. Speaking of Ben, Ben the man, here he is. Hello, sir. We can't hear you. You must have learned this from Kelsey. I think you're on uh, mute, Ben. Yeah, I've only been oh, doing these uh, calls for like five years. Um, <laughs> hello. How are you, sir? I'm uh, Tickety Boo. How are you guys? I'm doing great. You had some really big news that uh, uh, just came out about a book. That is correct. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. That's very kind of you. Yes, uh, I have a book coming out very soon now. Well, this is the 29th. It comes out on October 10th. And um, it's called Quit Stalling and Build Your Brand. And Fantastic. I'm in that kind of uh, that nervous zone where everything's done. There's nothing you can change. You just got to wait and then yeah. see what everyone thinks. Yeah. So I don't know if you've uh, you've you've talked to Isabella, but she is working with publications now. So um, I'm going to be reaching out to her about that. I I don't know how she does it. I don't know what she does, but she works with books. Okay, I, sh I should talk to Isabella. Uh, yeah, uh, that sounds like a plan. Um, I will do that. Uh, cool. No, that sounds <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, now tip. Tip. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna give you two tips. Uh, one's Perfect. really boring, um, but it, more important, uh, and one's uh, more exciting. Um, so the really boring tip first, right? We'll 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 end on a high. Uh, the really boring tip is a little bit like what Isabella said. I don't really do hacks. That said, um, they are fun, right? Um, I I presented a few times in the summer at some conferences, and I referred to hacks as like um, burgers, and. Uh, and the basics is vegetables, right? And you got to eat your vegetables first before you can have the burgers. In fact, I would say burgers are still pretty important. Hacks are more like garnish, really. Burgers can still form part of a long-term strategy. Anyway, so my 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 anti-hack to begin with is don't get too obsessed with hacks. Hacks are great, but getting the basics right, building a sustainable business and a legit brand that um, solves problems for your audience and provides them with tremendous value and you, you're, you're not trying to hack your way through selling rubbish on the internet and you're trying to build a, a sustainable brand that um, actually provides people with value and makes them connect with your business is uh, is what you want to do. 
That said, um, I do have quite a fun little hack, um, which does does actually have a tangible impact uh, on your business. So if it's cool, I will present it to you. Um, if I can find the present button, there it is. Present, share screen, share screen, entire screen, that one, boom. There we go, right, okay. So what you can see here is uh, is a chatbot, right? Now, you, uh, when I say chatbot, I'm not talking about an AI chatbot. I'm talking about like a messenger chatbot, right? A traditional chatbot that people were obsessed with in 2018, 19, yep. when they were using them for rebates, which was naughty and they shouldn't have been. You do not need to use a chatbot to do this. This is just one of the ways that I've done it. In this particular chatbot, a customer bought my boxing hand wraps. And then they said that they had arrived. And you can see that the chatbot has said, well, as promised, here's the user guide and a demo video. Because the customer arrived in that chatbot after scanning a code or following a URL that was inside the product packaging that said, hey, we've got a video that's going to teach you how to use this product properly. Okay, You do not have to put them through a chatbot to do this. You could send them direct to the video. And here's the video. If this would work. Uh... There we go, here's the video. Now, for people right. who don't have eyesight as wonderful as mine, um, I've highlighted in yellow there 4.8 million views. Since I've taken that screenshot, it's now over 6 million. So let me just explain what's going on here. That is a video of me wrapping my hands with a pair of boxing hand wraps at my kitchen table. And then I drove customers from my, who'd already bought the product to watch the video, to provide them with value to learn how to wrap their hands, okay? so. I did not promote that video with any ads or anything exciting like that. So people might be thinking, okay, well, so what? You're educating your customers how to wrap their hands. Well, so what? Two things. One, providing my customers with value so that they're going to know, like, and trust me and understand that we're an authority on the subject of boxing. And next time they want to buy a boxing product from me, they're going to come back to me. But it gets better than that. Because here's what happened. First, I drove my customers to YouTube to get helpful content. They watched the video. They probably liked it, and many of them subscribed. That's why there's something like 10, 12,000 subscribers on that account now. That built brand loyalty, and now that they're subscribed to the channel, I can show them more products and more helpful content, which is going to result in more sales and boost my brand value. But something else wonderful happened when I did that. I was sending a ton of traffic to a YouTube video, and pretty much free traffic as well, by the way. So what happened? Well, YouTube saw these people watching this video. So they started to show the video to more people who are not my customers. So now it's working in another way. I'm getting leads. Alex Hormozzi is going to love this because, of course, he's watching. I'm getting <laughs> leads. So these people were searching YouTube to solve their problem, how to wrap my hands for boxing. Well, my helpful content is solving that problem. And, of course, there are links in the video and in the description to my product. So now I'm sending external traffic to Amazon, which, of course, Amazon loves. So I'm ranking in Amazon. And my competitors are not because they're stuck in the Amazon goldfish bowl and they're not doing cool stuff like this. So I'm, I'm spiking two algorithms. I'm spiking the YouTube algorithm and I'm spiking my um, the Amazon algorithm. I've got two flywheels going at the same time, both making each other spin faster and faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. And faster right. And at the same time, it's kind of like an anti-hack because I'm not just hacking my way through it. I'm actually building brand assets at the same time, the YouTube channel and the loyalty. And so here's an extra little hack. Every brand should have a YouTube channel where they provide people with helpful content. If you take that URL 
youtube.com slash channel slash your channel ID, which will be a long number, and put question mark sub underscore confirmation equals one on the end of it. That then becomes a special link that when people go to it, they get offered the option to subscribe, okay? And you could create that link and then do a redirect to make it look more pretty. So it could be like lunchwithnorm.com slash YT for YouTube, okay? Or yourbrand.com slash YT. So in my example here, it's benleonard.pro slash YT. Now, if you go to that on desktop, it will pop open a box. And 99% of people are going to click subscribe because people like to click buttons. On mobile, it doesn't do that. It just opens the app. But right in front of you is a huge subscribe button. And a ton of people are going to click that because people like to click buttons. So if you do that for your brand with a huge code on an insert or on packaging or in your email marketing or just give them a link, so many people are then going to subscribe to your channel, get your content, and your competitors simply aren't doing it. So that's my little my little uh, hack after my little lecture about how I'm not really into hacks. That's that's great. Kelsey, please take note of that. Oh, it's it's going in the books. Oh, Thanks, it is? Ben. Um, we've got your book link up here. Anything else you want to mention? Do you want to explain a bit about the book? Yeah, sure. So the book, um, it's called Quit Stalling and Build Your Brand. Subtitle, You Don't Need an MBA to Crush It in E-Commerce. It is a roadmap of solid and timeless business principles applied to e-commerce. So it's not a book that's going out of date in two months. It doesn't rely on Amazon. It doesn't rely on Shopify or TikTok or any platform. It's about principles. And those principles will apply in 50 years or 100 years from now, I hope. So I believe that it's a book that brings a ton of value for somebody if they've got an idea and they haven't started. Or equally somebody who's doing you know millions of, of, of dollars in revenue per year. But they need to come back to the principles and remind themselves of what's going to work and what's not. I think there's value in there for everyone. Um, I've written it over a period of about 18 months. And uh, yeah, I'm really proud of it. And it comes out on October 10th. And if you go to quitstallingbook.com slash norm, you can join the waitlist where you'll get a chapter right now, a free mini course and uh, an e-commerce hacks ebook. So more of that stuff that I just taught you, like that YouTube hack, that and plenty of others are in there. And, and inside of that ebook, there's a 30 minute video where I break it all down. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to read your book. It's on the way. It's in the mail now to you, man. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Thank you. And Pleasure. Ben, just, you know, thanks for uh, taking part in this 500. I know it's late over in Scotland right now, but uh, I really appreciate it. No, not at all. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me on the show so many times. And thanks just for bringing so much value to the space. Um, it is an absolute pleasure to have you guys in my ear holes uh, every week. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm a huge admirer of yours and everything you both have done for the space. And and thank you for uh, for your friendship and for, for inviting me on the show so many times. Oh, you're very welcome, Ben. Thanks a lot. All right. Thank Cheers, you, Ben. Guys. See you later. See you later. All right. Thank you, Ben. We've got another guest in the wings. Athena is about to join us. I just want to mention to everyone um, that we are doing another giveaway at around three o'clock. Uh, we're going to be announcing what that giveaway is and who's going to win. Uh, if you caught the beginning of this uh, podcast, you will have known that uh, we just gave away 20 tickets to a Titan Network event in San Diego. And I've got the 20 emails that were sent in. So those really went up quick. So thank you, everyone. Uh, and we're going to bring on Athena. And here we go. 
I can't believe we have the we had the king of Amazon on. Now we have the queen. Oh, I am so excited and honored to be here on your 500th episode, Norm. This is amazing, incredible, and fantastic. Well, I'm glad to have you on. And I, uh, we're going to be seeing you uh, next week. Uh, so <laughs> San Diego's coming up. And um, first of all, I wanted to thank you not only for coming on, but providing all those prizes. So the 20 uh, uh, tickets and then the sets of uh, VIP tickets that are coming up a little bit later on. But uh, once again, thank you. It's my pleasure. Okay, so topic. You ready yep. for our topic? I'm we ready. We talk about networking with intention. Okay. okay. So a lot of people throw this around. They say, you know, your network is your net worth. Uh, people say, go to events, connect with people, right? Which is great. But I want to get a bit more intentional and I want to actually break down this topic because what I see is a lot of people putting a lot of energy and interest into hacks that have to do with the business, right? They get very intentional about, you know, their PPC and optimizing this and optimizing that, but yet they have not optimized their networking game. Okay. And to me, that is probably one of the strongest things that people should be putting energy towards is connecting with incredible people who have been there, done that, and actually created what they're looking to achieve. Peers that they can share the journey with and help each other continuously with, you know, resources and ideas and trials and tribulation. And then there's another pocket of people, which are people that are on their way up. These guys are newer people, but guess what? They're hungry and they're yeah. excited and they're valuable. And I've actually, one of the things that we talk about in Titan is that we don't have ego, right? And a lot of times what you'll find is these newer sellers who are just at that six, maybe seven figure line are so much more hungry than these giants who've been around for years, you know, who are sitting pretty at their multi-seven, if not eight figure, uh, you know, platform. And yet these little guys are just like gaining momentum, right? So one of the main things is to realize that every single person is valuable and to treat them with love and respect, right? So that's part of what I wanted to talk about today. Okay, so you ready for this, Norm? I'm gonna ready. Break, I'm going to break down this topic. And one of the reasons why I thought this was such a perfect topic is because I got to meet you at an event. You spoke on stage at an Amazon event, and you blew everyone away. And you were so genuine, and every tip that you were talking about, you could tell you had real experience. You were talking about brand. You were talking about audience way before that was a sexy topic. And I saw you and you're just a shining light. And so I thought it'd be a very appropriate thing for us to talk about today. Okay, so first of all, when you meet someone, you need to nail your elevator pitch, right? You need to be able to say who you are, what you do, and what value you bring to that other person. This is not about you, this is about them. And if someone walks up to you and says, hi, you know, my name's Athena, what's your name? And then you say, oh, I'm Norm. And then you get kind of awkward and you don't come in and say, so let's try it right now. So, hey, Norm, lovely to meet you. Oh, hi, Athena. Nice to meet you too. Tell me about yourself. Oh, uh, well, some people say that I sell. No, no, I wouldn't say that. You know what? It's so weird saying this to you, but um, I love putting companies together. I'm a vertical integrator. What does that mean? What I try to do is I build uh, uh, different companies that kind of align and we can control the business. And I can give you an example. 
we buy a sourcing company. I have a managed service and I have a content marketing company. And within that, they all kind of work together. Love that. See, so in that two seconds, you were able to communicate to me who you are, what you do. I can tell that you have experience. You're someone I want to connect with. And at that point, you know, you have a conversation. I love when you talk about, you know, being in a hot tub with a cigar, because what happens is people are bringing their guard down and they're connecting on a real level and they're building trust. And with trust, people actually get into deep, open conversations where they get into the good stuff. Right. And without that, like, connection, you're still dealing with very surface level social interaction. And that's not where the good stuff comes through. Right. And so it's very important that you connect as a human being. And then you bring value and you do it intentionally and you find your tribe. So people say, you know, go to events, go to events. That's cute. But here's another thing. You don't have an infinite amount of resources, whether that's time or money to go to every single thing. Right. So you also have to identify who are you where are you looking to go with your business? Are you looking to build a multi-million dollar brand? Are you already there? Who are the kind of people that you want to connect with? You know, are these people who are looking for the latest black hat and they're just trying to make some side cash here and there? Or is this someone who's like a significant long-term brand builder that is building, you know what I mean? Like every type of person, every tribe is going to be unique. And so it's important for you to research and find out of these different events, who aligns with my goals and purposes? Who are the kind of people that I want to connect with that I can bring something to the table and they can bring stuff to me, right? So we get intentional. Now, once you meet somebody, one of the things that I like to do is open a note in my phone and there's many different apps that you can use for this, but I like to keep track of the people that I actually connect with, bullet points of what you talked about, things that you can maybe bring to their world to bring them value. And then what I do is I immediately, within 48 hours of getting back home, reach out to them. You need to find out how do they like their communication? Is this somebody that's a WhatsApp kind of person? Is this somebody that does Messenger, LinkedIn, et cetera, right? So it's really important for you to also take notes of the person, who they are, what you talked about, how to connect with them. And immediately when you get back, reach back out to them because it's the only way you're going to continue that conversation and that relationship, right? I'm still connected with people. I met at an event nine years ago, my very first Amazon event. Yep. That's we're where we in, met. That's exactly. That's where we met and we're still connecting. You know, you're coming to San Diego, you're coming to China Magic with me. I'm here on your show. And, you know, it's just an amazing relationship that we bring value to each other and each other's communities and such. So that's important. Now, here's another topic that you know, as an Amazon seller, you might not realize how important it is to also have your social media, whether it's LinkedIn, Instagram, whatever it is that you live, optimize. If someone wants to research you or they want to, you know, see who you are and all they find is a picture of your cat as your profile picture, right? And nothing about, you know, who you are and what you are about, then they're going to go home. They're going to look you up. And you're not going to be as real. Now, this might not be the most popular thing to say because not everyone's into their social media. Some people like to keep things very private. But if you're out there and you're networking, you want to match who you are, what you're about with your presence online. Be, be an authority. Yeah. And even if it's not that you want to be authority, this is really like, let's say I'm a guy or a girl who is looking to build an eight-figure brand, right? Yeah. Maybe I'm multi-seven. I'm trying to hit that next level. I want to connect with other people like myself. 
right? If you are not putting yourself out there as who you are currently and the journey that you're on, and you're putting like a picture of, you know, you with some dudes from 12 years ago holding beer cans, I mean, to each their own. But if you're not presenting yourself a little bit more towards what you're looking to achieve, you're not going to attract those people and they're not going to want to connect with you in the future. I think um, I saw Brendan on there. Brendan's amazing. And I see this so much in our Titan network where, you know, even our guys, even, you know, we've got about 40 Titan leaders who are all multi-million dollar sellers themselves. When we were in Seattle and they had a chance to actually connect with each other, there was so much collective contribution, mm. brain power, ideas, innovation that's happening in real time. And that's where the innovation goes. Like we are managing our brands. We've got a lot of responsibility with our network. And without that interaction, you just can't get to those levels that you have to be at constantly innovating, you know, working on not just your personal business, but also just being able to get out there and help other people. So I think the the moral of the story here is that you can, with one conversation, shift your mindset, shift your business, come up with an amazing partnership, find a supplier. Uh, I, there's just endless amounts of ideas and things that happen when you have a conversation with somebody. And if you can take that conversation and make it long-term and real, where you're actually there for each other, you can't even quantify the value of that. So I just want to impart to our, our community, our network um, in this space that network with intention and go to the places that are going to be surrounded by like-minded people. Because as Tony Robbins says, with, you know, proximity is power. So if you put yourself in that room and you're around people like yourself, Norm, or like you, Kelsey, you can literally fast forward what would take someone years and years and years of experience just in one conversation. So that's uh, very good advice. And I, I just want to, oh, Kelsey, I think your uh, speakers are giving some reverb. Okay, perfect. Uh, some of the things I just want to comment on. First of all, you probably hit the most important part. You get a chance to talk to somebody, they give you your information. And I don't know how many times I've exchanged information, never to get a follow-up. So I'm, I, I just have a simple digital card. I try not to pick up anything at, at events. Um, you know, I don't carry anything in my hands. Uh, I just, here's my card if I want to meet somebody. And sometimes I, uh, it's interesting because if there's booths that I'll go by and I'll say, yeah, I just follow up. 90 plus percent never follow up. And I do exactly what you do within, when I get back within around 48 hours, I've got the information with a tag where I met the person and I send it off just a couple of other things. I like breaking bread with people and getting to know them. And I think sometimes uh, when you're doing that, especially if you're meeting people for the first time, it's okay to talk business but not one question after another. Like when, when we sit down and we're having a cigar, yeah, maybe business will come up, but it's a personal stuff, different stories. Uh, Kevin was on just a little earlier and he was talking about Paul Raffleson and a cigar that we had at like, we ended at, at around four four thirty in the morning, but we learned so much about Paul and it was no business. Right. It was just personal stories. So I, I just want to add uh, those couple of things, yeah. but Athena, 
Yes. Thank you for coming on. It's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much for what you do for our industry. I look forward to seeing you guys in San Diego and China and just around the world. People go out there, meet people. There's too many people out there that are isolated. Go out there and connect with each other because this journey is a very special thing. We're in a great time. There's so much to achieve and being around like-minded people to me has been game changing and I've seen so many amazing things. So thank you again. Okay. Oh, Titan uh, information. What, how can yeah. they contact? Go to titannetwork.com. We actually have these around the world masterminds, like the one that we did in Toronto, which was more local for you. And the one that we have in San Diego, we have London coming up on December 1st and a whole tour of them. And what I love about these events is that we connect them with people like yourself in real time. We're addressing pain points. It's incredible. And you can also find out about our really amazing, I wouldn't even call it a mastermind. It's a full platform. So you can take a look at titannetwork.com and connect with us uh, directly right there. Fantastic. And, uh, yeah. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you. Kelsey. Okay. See Thanks, you later. Man. And you're going to have a cigar with us, right? Um, I will sit, I will sit with you for sure. <laughs> I'm not the cigar kind of gal, but I would love to, I like hot tubs. How about that? Yeah? Okay. All right. Very good. <laughs> See right. you later, Thanks, Athena. Guys. Have a good one. Bye. All right. Next up we have from Zongru, John Tilly. John, you're, uh, you're up. Here we go. Hello, John. What's up, Norm? Last time I saw you, I, I don't think you could have gone. You you couldn't go into the house. We were actually doing it in your garage. <laughs> I don't know if you I, remember that. I'm I'm in the garage right now, but uh, I've I've, uh, I've I've stuck on my 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 lounge virtual background. Oh, oh, very good, very good. Your uh, your your name came up during our AI session, mm -hmm. and uh, people like we were just talking about Zanguru and how it gives you a score which I found to be very unique and very helpful. But uh, just wanted to let you know that uh, two other people have brought up Zanguru today. Nice. Yeah, well, thank you for that. Uh, yeah, we, we're coming up more and more. I, th I think it's a, yeah, it's an insane tool that that uh, if you haven't tried it, uh, you know, we, we've got 18 tools, but we're, we're really known for our keyword intelligence keywords. On, it's called Keywords on Fire, um, which is really the power of, of how you prompt AI. Uh, and then our listing optimizer, we were the world's first to launch it in our space back in January. Um, and I think what's 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 really good there is is obviously um, the list the listing that it creates, but um, you know the, the fact that it happens in one minute uh, and the optimization score is typically thirty percent better than than uh, the best listings on page one is is pretty powerful. So um, yeah, uh, people are enjoying it, which which is great. But my tip is on something else today. Yeah. All right, let's hear it. Um, First, I just want to say uh, uh, congrats, Norm. This is this is amazing that you've achieved this milestone. And and uh, I went to an event last night with, with a whole bunch of entrepreneurs talking about their journeys. And it's just good to reflect that we're all on this entrepreneurial journey, you know, all of us together, people listening and and myself. So, um, yeah, pretty cool. So the tip I want to give is around statistic, st statistics. It's called a binomial calculator. And it, ha it helps you to predict when to negative match on a keyword in PPC. So, you know, that's one of our biggest challenges, whether you're an agency or a brand. It's like, how much time do you give uh, an ad on a, on, a, on a keyword before you negative match it, right? Is it 10? Is it 20 clicks? How do you actually, uh, you know, you just guess or do you use a statistic? So we've got, um, I'll present my screen if you want to check this sure. out. Uh, hold on. Uh, let's see. Where is it? Uh, here we go. 
All right, can you see my screen? I can. Okay, so this is uh, our our CTO Stefan. He you know he did statistics when he was young, and he was like, well, there's a thing called a binomial calculator. This is what it is. We've just dropped it into a page on Zongu, and you can use it. It's free. Just go to zongu.com forward slash get forward slash calculator um, if you want to write that in, Kelsey. Um, and you know this is going to help you to to understand you know based on the on the conversion rate that you're trying to target, whether it's ten percent or, or whatever it is. Um, how many clicks do you need uh, to get before you can say, hey, we've had enough clicks, it's not going to convert, so we need a negative match on that, right? And if you can predict on that early, you can actually make decisions faster. So um, that's one of the things we always get stuck with. And so, you know, if, if say, for example, from, from my reports, I know that I'm targeting a 10% conversion rate, so I can just drop 10% in here, and I can say, hey, I want to accurately predict with 75% confidence or 80%, whatever it is, um, you know, how many clicks I need. And I can just calculate that. And, and based on that, I'm like, hey, I need to get 16 clicks on that keyword. And then if I get the 17th click and I still don't have a conversion, great. I can negative match that, move it on and keep optimizing my campaign, right? And that's one of the biggest tricks with, with running your PPC is, you know, you obviously, you know, take a stab at what keywords you want to show ads on. But if, you, if you're wasting clicks, um, you want a negative match on that and really focus on the ones that you, that you want to optimize, right? So if you have a, a really low click rate let's just say your category is super low you know and you want to predict with 75 percent, just go ahead and calculate you know then you're going to wait for 69 clicks before you should actually uh mm. cancel that or or the opposite of obviously if you're aiming for for 20 percent, right I'm just making it up you only need seven clicks before you can negative match on that keyword so a pretty cool tool it's helping us not to guess uh and it's it's um you know using statistics to make sure that we can accurately predict how many clicks we need as early on as possible so that we can really optimize our PPC, not pay for more clicks than we should. Uh, and we can focus on the one that's moved the needle, which is obviously critical in Q4 when uh, we're, we're trying to drive, um, you know, sales, ACOS, you know, ranking. But at the same time, we want to make sure we have profits and we're not wasting money on clicks. So this is uh, hopefully super helpful uh, and a quick tip for, for the audience out there. Very good. Well, that's a great tip and also a great tool. So uh, contact information. Yeah, so uh, you know, welcome to go to zongu.com. Uh, you can check us out there. Uh, we have a chat function there. We have sellers on the team. They'll be more than happy to help you. Um, you know, you can also get me on LinkedIn if I, I post quite a bit of content on there. I think it's John Tilly is my handle, J-O-N-T-I-L-L-E-Y. Um, and there's always a bunch of content on there for sellers. And if you're an agency, uh, you know, feel free to to connect with me on LinkedIn as well. Uh, I'd, I'd be happy to show you. Um, our tool and, and the differences we have for at the agency level versus the seller level uh, and anything else you want, you know, uh, feel free to jump on. Uh, I would recommend if you haven't used Zonguru and you're going to Q4, you know, log on, you know, use our free trial and at least test your listing in our listing optimizer tool, see how you score, see how that compares to your competitors, make sure you have a better uh, listing optimization than, than your competitors so that you're, you're going into a Q4 uh, we're maximizing your potential of your listing. So that, that's definitely one to check out. Yeah. The other thing that uh, uh, I just wanted people to check out is just, like you said, go over to the tool, take advantage of what you said about the free trial. Uh, once you get to see it, once you get to play around with it, uh, it's great. Yeah, because I'm looking at Amy's. Okay. She was just wondering about the score. But, uh, you know, being able to see exactly how you stand against your competitors and you try to beat it. So uh, anyways, uh, Kels, okay, yeah, do I get the anyways? 
I'll just drop one more point around the score there is like what what we know and and this is an important point and you know you know this really well as well is 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 we move into the age where we we don't uh overstuff our listing with with you know exact match you know it's more about semantic matching which really works well with broad match so you know broad match for the for your for your best terms as high up in the listing as you can you'll be surprised how many terms you can broad match for and that's what ai is really good at it'll write a beautiful listing that makes sense doesn't overstuff but it broad matches for for the most relevant terms uh you know in in, in a fast way so um that'll help your score get up and you know we see about a 23 percent lift on existing listings on sales just by using the ai because uh one you're finding keywords no one else finds because you're using our keyword tool uh and two you you write in the listing that matches the algorithm so uh, that should help you a lot as well very um, good but yeah check out the ppc tool that's that's uh that that's going to help you a lot for sure okay fantastic thank you john all right. Good luck, everyone out there. Uh, Q4 is on us. Let's go. All right. See you later. Bye. Okay. So we have a couple uh, people waiting in the wings. We've got Elena and Mike uh, going to be joining us shortly. Uh, we are going to announce a giveaway winner in about 10, 15 minutes um, after Mike, uh, Mike talks. So uh, get ready for that. Um, this giveaway is going to be two Titan Network VIP tickets to San Diego, an elite seller society community membership worth $4,700 and a $200 Amazon gift card. So that's happening at around a little after three. Um, and I think we should throw it over to an ad read before we get going. And so here we go. Just a quick shout out to Ben Leonard and the launch of his new book, Quit Stalling and Build Your Profit. From adversity to multi-million dollar brand, Ben shares his blueprint for e-commerce success. More than just a guide, it's a timeless resource for six to eight figure sellers. Join the wait list at quitstallingbook.com norm for a free course, ebook, and early chapter access. Now it's available on Amazon from October the 10th. All, All right. right. So we're bringing on Elena. She might have some buffering issues, but we'll see how she is. Oh, she just left. Um, all right. Uh, we're going to change things up. We're going to go with Mike and see if you're good to go now. If Mike, are you, uh, do you have a thumbs up if you're good? All right. Mike is Mike's good. always good. All right. Here we go. Hey, Mike. Hey guys, uh, so one second to make sure, can you hear me okay? Perfectly. Yeah. Awesome, 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 awesome. Good to see you, Norm, congratulations again. Um, this is just like an unbelievable milestone. 500, I can't imagine it. I think I did 10 podcasts over two years <laughs> and that exhausted me. So I can't imagine what it's like to do actually well, see, 500. You still have your hair, I, yeah. that's why I lost mine. <laughs> Not as much. <laughs> Hey, I just, uh, too bad you didn't tune in earlier because uh, I uh, I did an ad for you guys. Uh, and part wow. of the ad was not just your uh, products and services, but uh, a thank you to you guys because I, 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 and you know this, I started at ASM and I really got my, my training there. Uh, it, it, this is when it was Amazing Selling Machine. Now right. it's amazing.com. But I got my training there and then I went, I spent money and I went to Mallorca and there I made, met uh, Jason Katzenbeck and Matt Clark. And all of a sudden I got a call to do 
you know, the uh, uh, ASM 17. And it started everything. Kevin was talking, Kevin King was just on. He was talking about me sweating and very nervous to go on. Yeah, yeah, because it was such a huge event, like 2,000 people. But, uh, it, it, you know, I, I've always appreciated that. And you guys have always been behind me. And I'm so glad that you guys could be part of this as well. And just being part of this, you guys have given just tremendous prizes today. And we'll talk about that uh, later on when we get to the, the wheel. But thank you. Oh, you're more than welcome. Yeah, I mean, you did an amazing job. It was great having you at the last Celicon event, too. Uh, you were there. So one of the one of the first times you were ever on stage with us. And then the last time we were there, you spoke and did an amazing job uh, as well. Like you always bring great value. So we oh, love having you. you. Thank you. All right. So do you want to hear my uh, five minutes? I do. Uh, I want to hear your hack. All right. So let me get my little, I got some slides here. So I'm going to share it if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, let me turn on my screen sharing. Let's see. Share screen. I always like talking about what I'm doing here. So <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. Can you see my slides? Yes. Oh, my goodness. I'm getting ahead of it. Look at this. I wasn't prepared, Norm. I'm <laughs> no giving problem. Away all the good secrets here. Look at this. It's <laughs> like doing the backwards review of everything. Oh. Oh. Okay. Here we go. All right. I'm going to show you the W conversions in 30 minutes or less. We're gonna do that in five minutes right now though. All right, so here we go. First thing you gotta do, and I talked about this at, at Celicon as well. Uh, this is my conversion bomb strategy, but I have something to add for the first time just for you and the listeners ah. as well, Norm, as well. So it's even something above what we taught there. Uh, but the most important thing, the best way I can tell people to actually grow their sales and conversions is you gotta have strike through pricing. And in order to do that, you have to first anchor your price, which means you gotta get, Amazon to give you a list price that they think you normally sell at in order to see what you see on the screen right here, this 30% off. I always show this because this is one of my competitors and it's one of the people that I always try to follow because they do a lot of the things that we teach. Uh, so it's a great example uh, of how you get like a really high converting listing. And it starts with having strike through pricing. Now, when I saw that, I immediately thought like we did back in ASM1, all we got to do is put like a $300 list price and then lower our price by about $280 and we should get striked there, right? No, it does not happen that way. Uh, you have to actually follow Amazon's rules. And for the first time ever, I noticed last year, they started telling you exactly how to get that strike through pricing. And you can see this. I'm not going to read all this, but if you hover over the little eye, anytime you see strike through pricing, it's going to tell you their rules. But in a nutshell, it means that as long as you've made sales, at your list price in the past 90 days, they'll likely give you strike through pricing. I say likely because there are some situations, if you've been selling at one price for a super, super long time, it's going to take a little bit more to get that strike through pricing. But in general, I found that 60% of the time it does work every single time. Love that slide mm. there because it's about true. Uh, actually, it's probably about 80% of the time you can get strike through pricing. It just varies a little bit by how long it takes. Now, in order to do that, I like to do what I call surfing the pricing waves. And I saw this by noticing another competitor. We actually sold a, a massage gun for a while ago. Uh, and these guys always had 74% off. Th they never really sold at $250, but they always had the strike through pricing. So when I used like one of the pricing tools, we use Zoop to go and see what they were doing. 
they just kept switching the price up and down, up and down, up and down. And they only got to $200 even one time, yet they still had a list price of $249 and Amazon was giving them the strike through pricing because they were varying their price and actually making sales at that higher price every once in a while. So as we saw this and started testing, we just realized, here's what you got to do. Took a bunch of testing, finally kind of figured it out. Uh, you got to anchor your price by setting your list price. So take off any sales pricing uh, and then you want to make your, make your list price and your offer price be the price that you want to have for the strike through pricing. So the high price, think your MSRP, your manufacturer price, set your list and offer to be the same. Then create a 50% off coupon, get some sales just for a day or two. Again, if you've been selling for a long time at a lower price, it may take for a while longer, but usually we found a day or two of sales at that higher price, even with the 50% off coupon. The coupon doesn't affect getting your list price. Even doing that will allow you to then get your strike through pricing in the next step. Couple days, higher price, half off coupon. Then you go and get your strike through pricing by doing one of the following. You just set a lower offer price. You don't have to have a sales price in play. You can set a sales price. They look exactly the same. They don't actually say sale anywhere, just shows them the lower price. Or you can create a prime exclusive discount. I put an asterisk because I like that one. Because what happens is every once in a while, someone who's not prime buys your product at the higher price, which helps get you that list price for even longer and strike the pricing uh, longer. Or you can do a seven day deal. They're called best deals right now, I believe. Any one of those will help you do that. Once you get that strike through pricing, then you just gotta monitor your pricing daily. You keep it usually for 30 to 90 days. And when you lose it, and trust me, you'll lose it, your A cost, your tacos will go higher, your sales will go lower because people love sales and deals on Amazon. Once you lose it, you simply go and repeat and start all over again. Do the whole price surfing again. So you remove your sale price, set your offer to your list price, create another 50% off coupon, get some sales just for a few days, and then you'll get back your strike through pricing, usually within just a couple of days. It's that simple. That's the first part. It's the most important part. You do that, you will get more sales. Next, we have what we call the conversion bomb. And again, another one of our competitors, this is a flashlight. I saw they had a great job. They had this strike through pricing there and they have what I thought was a coupon, but it's not a coupon. When I clicked on it, it didn't give me the coupon click like I normally see. It actually said that this is a special promotion, which we used to use five, six, seven years ago. So maybe think, how can I add a coupon and show this? Will they both show up in my listing? And so when I did it, I was actually like, get my listing look like this. I had extracted pricing, I had a coupon, I had another green badge offer that was getting people's attention. And I actually was able to get a third one on there as well to have these four different conversion factors on my listing. Now, the way you do this is, uh, well, first let me tell you, it's not that I just like, it's not theory. I actually tested this before I even taught it to anyone. I looked at one of our products, it was just some uh, AA batteries we sell. Uh, conversion rate was pretty good, 18 and a half percent. After using the conversion bomb, it almost doubled to 33%. And I circled those other things, the ratings and the price to make sure people said, hey, Mike, he's kind of like messing with the stats here. I had like much better reviews or I had a much lower price that increased conversions, not the case. My reviews were the same and the price was actually a little higher. Yet because of these conversion bomb factors on the screen uh, that everyone saw, it almost doubled my conversion rate. So there's real data behind using this status right here. Uh, so here's how you do it. First, use what I taught just now to get that strike through pricing. That is really important. Don't have that, it's gonna be a lot harder to make a sale. Then add a coupon. If you don't know how to add a coupon, ask anyone in Norm's community, they can tell you how to add a coupon. Uh, then you wanna go ahead and create a promotion. And you wanna do it so it's like a small amount, like 5% off two items. 
because you don't want to give this to everyone, give away all your margins. You want to give it to them who are those people who are going to buy at least an additional product. You do that over in the promotion screen, use a percentage off, pretty simple to walk through, but you do that, then you'll have that promotion showing up there. Then go ahead and create another promotion. Make this one for 10% off three products. And you do that, and then you have all four of these on there. And then it'll look like a listing like this. And if you're worried at all about, oh my gosh, I can't give away five, 10, I'm doing the math here real quick, 20% off to every single sale that I make, don't worry, you're not. The only time that someone will get 20% off, that five with the first coupon, five with the second, 10 with the third, only time they get that is if they buy at least three of your products. And I don't know about you, Norm, where you teach people, but if they are actually, um, you know, uh, selling a high quality, high profit product, you should have a room to make 20% discounts when you're selling multiple products like this. Uh, we do all the time. Very few people actually buy three, three, three of these or more, but you do get some of those. And this is just a really great way to increase your conversions, which is the whole goal of this. Now, as I mentioned, I got something special I haven't shared yet before. If you'll notice on the screen that I just switched to, there's a fifth converting factor that I have on my products right now, and you can get this right too. This is a brand tailored promotion. They're brand new, have to have a brand registry, but you can go in and create these campaigns. There's like five or six different campaigns to retarget people who had the products in your cart, retarget people who have bought from you before, retarget high value customers, uh, people who are potential clients, but you can actually come up with a campaign. Amazon is gonna start emailing them. They're gonna put this special badge only on the people that you're giving this promotion to through these brand tailored promotions. And you will have five different converting factors on your listing. Strike through, coupon, 5% off promotion for buying two, this brand tailored promotion only for specific people, and then 30 or whatever you want, 10% off if they buy three, it converts like crazy. Uh, and you can do this all within a matter of minutes. I say 30 minutes, probably take you 10 minutes to get this all set up. It's worked for just about every single person, including our own mastermind folks as well. Um, one or the other, they were able to increase their sales conversions by using this. And my last slide is this. Congratulations, Norm. Again, incredibly proud of you. I can't believe you did everything that you did. It's just an amazing accomplishment. You and Kelsey and the entire team there, Thank you for having us on here. Uh, thanks for always giving us a shout out. You say that we helped so much, but you did everything yourself. You guys accomplished everything that you did and we're so, so proud to be a part of your community. So thanks for having me on. All right, can so, you hear me now, Norm? Thank you, Mike. And if people wanna get involved and be part of your community, how do they do that? Yeah, simply go to uh, amazing.com. Uh, yes. I would go and check out our Amazing Academy. The easiest way is go to amazing.com slash academy, no. and you can get access to all of our training, all of our software, all of our one-on-one -on -one coaching and live coaching calls for uh -oh. one price. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Mike. And uh, we'll see you later. See you guys. All right. I don't know if it's just me, but Norm is frozen on my side. Um, Norm, can you hear me? Okay. We're going to bring on Elena. Um, and Elena, hopefully you can help us decide. Hey, Elena. Hey, how are you? Sorry, hey, I'm in a good. hotel room in Vegas and the internet's been crazy. No problem. The internet on our side is crazy too. Um, Norm's <laughs> going to be here in just a few minutes. Uh, he's going to just come back and, and okay. refresh. We've been on for almost uh, over three hours now. So My what I'm going to do is just 
put you back into the the studio room and then we're just going to run a few ads and we'll bring you up when norm gets back all right so it's me for just a little bit longer we're going to do our third giveaway we've got a big giveaway here and uh, let me just read out everything that's going to be happening we've got two titan vip network uh titan network tickets to san diego we've got an elite seller society community and we've got a 200 dollars amazon gift card that we're giving away i'm going to go and give that a spin um and first we're just going to go it over to an ad and we'll be right back with the giveaway a big thank you to our sponsor post purchase pro the only complete A to Z done for you real email and text marketing service built specifically for Amazon sellers. My friends, Sean Hart and Seth Stevens co-founded Post Purchase Pro after launching over a thousand successful private labeled products, growing 53 brands and get this exiting 17 businesses. Post Purchase Pro creates all of your digital assets 100% for you from marketing inserts, complete sales funnels, email follow-up sequences, and weekly email promotions. They manage and optimize everything for you to drive more sales, get higher ranking, and receive more reviews on Amazon. So check out Post Purchase Pro now to see if you too will see enormous growth like their nearly 500 clients worldwide. That's Post Purchase Pro at postpurchasepro.com slash lunch. All right, so I see Norm is back, but his device isn't connected. So we're going to go over to the wheel and let's see who today's uh, third wheel of Kelsey out of three. So let's see who number three is. is the winner we have the email or email and everything so we'll reach out to you congratulations grace you've won a fantastic giveaway and uh norm still isn't back so we're just going to go over to one of our recorded guest submissions and the first one is from gracie you may have seen her on here before she's been on twice and she wasn't able to come on live but uh she wants to say hi to the beardos Hi Beardos, my name is Gracie Ryback and I just wanted to say a quick congratulations to both Norm and Kelsey for 500 episodes of Lunch with Norm. It was no easy feat, there was a lot of talking involved and they keep showing up every single week with amazing guests and a wealth of knowledge for everyone in the Amazon world. So keep it up. I can't wait for a thousand episodes. And I just wanted to share a really, really quick tip in celebration of 500 episodes with a bit of an influencer marketing tip. Now with Q4 around the corner, hopefully everybody is gearing up for a really exciting time full of lots of holidays and deal events and shopping, especially with the big deal days coming up on Amazon October 10th and 11th of next month. This is a really, really great time to start thinking and planning your influencer marketing campaigns. Now, if you haven't really delved into it, I think this is a great opportunity for it because Amazon makes it super easy to bring their external traffic to Amazon these days by utilizing storefronts, by utilizing affiliate links. So I wanted to share a little tip about how to utilize your budget the best way when you're working with influencers this Q4. So 
I think that's important to note four different points to cover all your bases. And it's a simple way to do it. And it really involves four different things. So first of all, to use both macro and micro influencers. I'm a huge supporter in using micro influencers. I think they have a lower budget to work with. I think they have a really engaged and trusting audience. They are usually more niched down and they usually have a higher conversion and engagement rate compared to larger influencers. So that is, first of all, a really great bang for your buck, especially if you're not wanting to to pour in a ton of budget into your influencer marketing campaigns, especially if you're starting out and still learning how your brand works with influencers. And that's one thing to do instead of focusing on influencers that are, that are all in the same follower tier, if they're all really large influencers or all micro influencers, I think it's important to definitely look into micro influencers. And then when you are working with them, taking advantage of UGC, it's when they basically create content with your product and you can then take that content that they produce and you can purchase the copyright usage and use it elsewhere. You can run it as a paid ad on social media, on TikTok specifically. You can use it on your website, post it onto your brand socials. You can post it, um, on your email newsletter, wherever else you want to post it. Once you get that copyright usage for that piece of content, that is super, super useful and a great way to just extend the life of one piece of content. And the other part of it is to utilize both long form and short form platforms. So the short form platforms that we're you know most used to are Instagram Reels, Instagram in general, TikTok, um, Twitter, Facebook, anything where a piece of content lasts roughly a few days is the lifespan of it or even Amazon Live. It's a very short term platform. But I think it's also really important to utilize long term platforms to get more lifetime out of that piece of content. And that looks like a YouTube video sponsorship that could be um, putting your product in a gift guide or a roundup like my 10 favorite Amazon products, my 10 favorite home decor products, my 10 favorite beauty products of whatever and having your product featured into those those types of videos. And then you can also utilize Pinterest, which is a more super long term, but also more SEO based platform. And then, of course, there's also you know, articles on Google and blogs and different review sites that you can get your product featured in. So I think having a mix of short-term content and long-term content is the best strategy, especially going into this holiday season. So that is my tip for Q4. I hope everybody dabbles in influencer marketing this year. But anyway, congratulations to you both again, and I'll see you soon. All right, Norm is still not back. He's restarting his computer and hopefully be back in about two or three minutes. But in the meantime, we've got a very special lady, um, one of my dear friends that I've met in person. Finally, uh, we have Elena. Hey, back again. <laughs> How you doing? You're back. Good, I'll try good. Not to take it personally that Norm keeps, you know, m yeah, when I'm on, he's off, but that's all right. Weird. It just keeps happening. I don't know. I no, don't know what you did I, to him. Yeah. You don't look a day over 499. You guys are great. Congrats on this milestone. Huge, huge. Thank you. We, we really appreciate it. Um, so, first off, uh, thank you for coming on. And we've still got a giant crowd watching and watching our 500th episode here excellent, and excellent. i've tasked you with the hack a five minute hack or tip do you have what is your what is your tip today well so i have more of a prediction one of the things that i have become really good at at my advanced age is pattern recognition and i um it sort of occurred to me yesterday and then i read a quote by martin scorsese this morning where he said uh basically the industry is over meaning the movie industry 
And what my prediction is, <laughs> having to do with AI and all the things, because I'm you know, from LA, so we have the Hollywood strike and artificial intelligence. I have four big predictions and I, they come down to storytelling and bots. And I think that bots are going to be the entirety of 2024. Um, someone just showed me closebot.ai, which like pre-qualified your leads and goes into a CRM and just does what, you know, you used to have to hire appointment setters to do. And when we start taking large language models and actually training them ourselves so they don't hallucinate, so they give our voice and our right answers, that's going to be 2024. Um, I think that, you know, I work with a custom AI engine at viral to viral um, my company, and what we're able to do because we control the output is we're able to read social media with no, no other artificial intelligence tool can do, but that's because we were controlling the, the model to, to create it in the first place. So I think that's coming up big. I think newsletters and newsletter agencies are going to be huge in the next six to eight months. I think with these bots, we're going to get into things that people hadn't considered, like interactive audiobooks, interactive, um, you know, not just being able to like make an appointment or answer a customer service question, but literally talk to you while you're reading a book or going through a course. Um, I think we'll be able to upload all of our data if people have questions going through our courses. So I think coaches and uh, course teachers are going to be um, all over that in 2024. But I think the one thing that has never, ever left in the online world and what, we're, what I'm in Vegas now doing with my one of my business partners, Todd Snively, we're doing an email marketing course, is email. Because there's one thing bots can't do. I mean, they will take over the world, but unless you're Hemingway with a six-word story, they're not going to tell you a story. And so thus comes the Martin Scorsese quote, which was, the industry is over, which means that all we're seeing on the, if you go, if you decide you want to go to the theater, like you just want to have a day in the theater, you have to be basically 14 years old. I mean, everything is Marvel and franchises, movies like, you know, uh, Pulp Fiction or The Big Chill, Out of Africa, Kramer versus Kramer. Those are going to be considered indies now, right? All these, all these great, normal, big dramas. And I think that, you know, as, as a being, we crave story. And we're missing story. And that's why I think email will never die. I know SMS is coming, but email marketing will never die. The ability to tell a powerful, persuasive story. Um, and I think the number one thing people have to um, really try to do if they want to make it successful. It's a quote by uh, Aaron Sorkin, the screenwriter. You, you basically asked for their attention. Right. When you're when you're marketing to them, you have to captivate them and nothing is ever going to captivate people as much as a story. It's never going to die. If you have storytelling in your business, um, you're, you're going to be uh, you're going to stand out from the crowd in the bot world that's coming because everything is going to be 16 characters or six words or, you know, um, it's just not going to have. a. I mean, I think eventually it's going to have a personality, but not in the next year or so. I still maintain I can I can read. I can tell you if something is AI generated or not. I still maintain that. But. We'll see. It's, somebody somebody will fool me at some point. It's interesting you said the newsletter thing because uh, Kevin was on as well and he was saying how everyone is talking at the the events that he's going to about the newsletters yeah. and then he's uh, and he's got his own newsletter and he's been I, I know a, a big mentor even for me um, to start my own newsletter and we're working right. on that as and well. I and why I, do you will, think I would encourage anyone to get on Kevin's newsletter. He is doing it right. That man tells a story and he's got stories to tell because he's ancient. What is he like 90 something now, Kevin? Aren't, you know, um, no, he's just had a he's just had a great, you know, he, we'll be sitting around smoking a cigar and it's like, hey, did I ever tell you about the time Michael Jackson got mad at me? 
I mean, Michael Jordan. And I'd be like, no, no, I think I would remember that. Go ahead. Um, so yeah, and I, that's such a perfect example of Kevin doing it right because his, his stories are captivating. I look forward to his newsletter. It's, I don't feel like I'm gonna be sold to. I'm like, what is, what's this guy gonna say next, right? Naked woman on a balcony. That was his last, uh, yes. one of his, yes, one of his one titles. Yeah, so I totally agree. And I think there's a big play to be made for agency newsletter as service. Norm, what up? I heard you were coming, so I, uh, you know, you got out of here. No, you wanted <laughs> to give me some alone time with Kelsey. I understand. I, I couldn't believe it. I'm talking to Mike, and my computer just went down. Like, it just shut off. So, I don't know, but I'm back. I thought it was me, because I had that terrible uh, downing as well. And then you froze, and I'm like, well, wait, Mike's not frozen. So I would never, I would never not come on and talk to you the lady who always provides me with my coke zeros in front of my room (laughs) right you remember that i did i do i do yeah so so yeah i think uh storytelling is come i think and i think you're you're the same way you've got these incredible stories these wonderful life experiences i would read your newsletter for sure oh kelsey kelsey puts it all up so he's he's involved you know uh, and I don't know what you guys were talking about because I literally oh, just you got back. Everything? Let me start over. I, I did. Oh, let me start over. But I guess you were talking about newsletters. Is that correct? We're talking about how bots are coming in and are going to take over the world in 2024. And everyone's going to have a bot. And we're going to be able to you know, have our own large language model where the bots actually do speak in our voice. But they're never going to replace the story. That's what uh, I was saying. Okay. They're never going to replace storytelling. And uh, you know, it's like what's happening now in the movies like everyone rushed to see Oppenheimer. Not, I mean, partly because it was history and it was interesting. And Barbie, although that is sort of a franchise, it was unique. But I sit down with my friends to see a movie and everything is like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or, it, you know, it's a franchise. It's a Marvel. And it's like, oh, my goodness, come on now. And the ones that are going to stand out are these, you know, movies and stories and things that captivate you. Right. Yeah. So that it. I mean, this, this whole routine about storytelling, we do have the ability now to go in to these different language models, right. And have them assist us, which is great. In fact, uh, uh, I mean, I, I liken it to a, to a computer, you know, like when we were kids and we wanted to write a story, we had a pen and a paper. Now we have, we have a tool, but it is a tool. It, It does not have a personality. Now we can feed it as a large language model, all of our information and it can speak in our voice, but it's not going to be able to make these apt metaphors and these associations and these, you know, humorous things that like connect us as people that our brains crave uh, to be told, a, you know, a story to. It's just, I think it's it's just part of our DNA. Yeah, well, I, I yeah, sitting around a campfire and telling stories, I mean, it's it's part of what we do. Okay. And it's experiential. A computer can't doesn't have experiences. It, it just has Yet. what we tell it. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just wait. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just waiting for the time I take my computer, sit sit the computer beside us, and it starts joining in our conversations around. Yeah. I like to hear its life experiences. <laughs> and we'll it, give it the it's vote. Coming. It's coming. But I think in the next year when all these, what, I mean, in terms of standing out, like I was saying, in terms of recognizing patterns, you know, there's going to be a nostalgia for story. There's going to be a longing for that. And until they get to the point where you're saying they're going to get to, and everyone is working on these basically text little Twitter sized 
SMS things, then, then um, we're going to be able to stand out if we can still tell a compelling story for a little while. And longer. you can. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've heard many, many. Mm, very few that could be uh, taught, told here, but I'm working yeah. on new ones that are more family oriented. Very good. <laughs> uh, I know that uh, we, you, I, I blew this one. I, I fell into the fetal position. Yeah. When the computer went off, but I came back. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what you're doing right now. Well, the software I have now is called Viral to Viral. That's, that's at viraldeviral.ai. And it basically is the only artificial intelligence engine that can read social media in real time. So if you're looking for Kim Kardashian's biggest post, you're going to have to hope that there was a news story about it, right? Because uh, chat GPT, Claude, uh, Lama, they can't do that yet. They can't read real time what's happening. So what we're really focusing on is helping people create organic content very easily by showing them what's trending and by letting them see every day, like our tool brings every single post of all your competitors into your dashboard every day. And then underneath, you'll see the engagement. So you'll, you're going to know on day one if that post is going to go viral. And you're going to be able to like recreate it either word for word or in your brand voice with our artificial intelligence tool or give it to your team and say, hey, this is the gist of what's trending right now. Get on this. We can show you every post your competitors have ever made from the beginning of time to a 1992 Tumblr blog. And we do a, a great analysis report every week that shows you what the top trend, uh, posts are in, the, in your niche and shows you the follower count of your rivals. So you can see like a hockey stick and go, hey, what they do to get a million new followers in a month, go back in time, see that post, and we can recreate it. We can also create custom audiences uh, based on people who liked or commented on a post in the last 30 days or who follow a particular influencer. So your last tip, Gracie was, talking about macro and micro influencers, uh, we can audit them to see if they're real. <laughs> if they're, you know, 99% of their followers are from Pakistan, we'll tell you that. And we can show you who their demographic is. So you can see whether they have more, you know, women or men and what are their best performing posts type are, things like that. So we can also show you what hashtags to use that'll get more engagement. So it's really a, an, a great tool because it really can just synthesize all of the data in one place from social media as it's happening right away. Okay. Very, yeah, very cool. Thank all you. right. And how do people get in contact to either try this out or get in contact? Okay, with you? you can, uh, you can go to the website and book a discovery call and you can also see it in action viral to viral.ai. You can email me at Elena at viral to viral.ai or if you reach out to me on Facebook, I'm just uh, Elena Saris on Facebook with a, a picture that's somewhat older, but still, you know, relevant. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, there's so many stories that uh, Elena and I, oh my gosh, she's caused so much trouble. But um, yes, you have. Yes, yes. And by the way, you know what? Uh, I have to go back because you're one of, you are a major connector. You are a networking master. So when I was in Illuminati, so I wasn't in the Illuminati. There was a conference called Illuminati, <laughs> uh, which was uh, Kevin King, Gee, and, um, and Manny. Uh, yeah, Manny. And we met very quickly. We we're sitting down and you started connecting me to all these people and never asked for anything in return. But it's so great to to meet people like you and just being able not to ask for anything, but to give. And I guess your philosophy is like uh, what I like is the give to get. 
you know, I'm not asking people for anything. Well, maybe a few prizes here or there, but, but I, you know, you, yeah. you, you're, you're great at that. Thank you. Thank you. It's not even so much as a, you know, intentional, oh, it'll come around. It's just, I, my mind, I just have this Rolodex of people and I've been in all sorts of these industries with e-commerce and I really, I connect with people and I know who they are. And, and I just, a long time ago, I met a lot of people who were collectors of people, you know, yep. they get pictures with everybody in the, in the business. And, and I think there's collectors and connectors. And the first thing I think of when I meet somebody is who do I know that can help this person? The first question I usually will ask, and I think I asked you is who do you want to meet? I don't yeah. care if I haven't even met them yet. I'll be like, yeah, let's go, let's go talk. And, you know, let's go meet this person. So, and, and, you know, it, and it all, and it, I just love it. I love it when things connect and people get together and blow up some great, you know, start crushing it on some course or something. I, I introduced a uh, Manny and Todd Snively and they did one phone call that did them both six figures. Yeah. I mean, like three weeks later, I mean, I'm, well, I get dinner for life. That's what I get for that. But. Okay. So talking about Todd, uh, we, you were trying, you, I think you were calling him at 11 o'clock at night over and over and over. Cause you wanted him to meet me. We were sitting down and I was talking oh, about right, SOPs. He was in his room. Well, we he was in his room, room and yeah, we were, over we were and short. over. So yeah. the next day, uh, I we were leaving and we are going to the airport and there's a few people in, in the van. Uh, Joe Valley was there. Mm -hmm. um, there. There was a few people. And so we we left and there's a guy that came out of the van and we both went to through the terminal, taking the same flight. And then when we get on the uh, on the airplane, uh, I'm walking, no, I'm following him. And then he turns around and he goes, didn't we take the van together? And I said, yeah, yeah, we were on the van. I was at the Illuminati thing. He goes, oh, he goes, uh, my name's Todd. And I went, <laughs> oh, my name's Norm. And then it was like, oh, it was you that Elena was blowing up my phone for. Yeah. And I sat right behind him. Oh, how funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, he's been involved in so many great things, too. He's here in Vegas with me. We're putting on an email marketing conference this weekend in Las Vegas. And Thanks for inviting so me, but it's okay. I, I, I believe I did, young man. <laughs> you were sitting next to me at a summit, and I invited you, and you said you were busy. I don't think so, but that's a topic for another day. Okay. All right. I think that's it. Congratulations again on 500. Amazing oh, accomplishment. Thank you. All, All right. right. See you later. Thanks, Bye, Kelsey. Bye, Kelsey. All right. Well, thank you, Elena, for joining us. We have our biggest Wheel of Kelsey coming up shortly. Norm, I know we have to go through some ads, um, maybe even talk about the giveaway. Um, we've got one more uh, guest uh, tip coming up, uh, but I think we need to cover some ground rules first. Okay. And go over everything. So do you want to do one of your uh, ad reads? Uh, don't we have the post purchase pro? Uh, yep. That was played already while you were. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. I, I had no idea. All right. Let me see what I got here. I want to make sure I get this right. And I think the first one I want to talk, well, actually I want to talk about a, a couple of people that have really helped me, uh, put this on. Uh, they were real connectors. I have to give uh, a shout out to uh, Ecom uh, Cooperative with Dave uh, Dayon. Uh, he's just been amazing uh, getting people to know about what's going on, uh, getting people to uh, provide prizes. Uh, so thanks a lot. I, I don't 
I'm hoping he's listening, but uh, David, you've been great. The other one's Nick uh, Penoff. Uh, he's, and that's extreme brands. Uh, he's just been, he is, first of all, he's a connector just because he is a connector. Uh, if you don't know Nick um, and you're trying to get connected to anybody in the business, that's what he does. That's what he does for a living. Uh, but Nick will over at, at extreme brands. He's been on the podcast before. He's awesome. And he made a ton of connections for us, which again, helped make this possible. And a couple of our sponsors are through Nick. Uh, now let's see if I got this going. I put these together this morning. So here we go. And this is going to be uh, the seller basics ad read. And uh, again, uh, this is somebody that we met in, in Cuba, in uh, Puerto Rico, having cigars, telling stories. And now we've become friends and he's helping out with some sponsorship here. And that's Paul Raffenstall, uh, Ralph, um, Raffleson. Anyways, here we go. Hey, Amazon sellers ever faced account suspensions, ACE and hiccups or IP headaches, introducing seller basics, your Amazon account guardian with just $99 per month. Seller Basics offers a dedicated team to shield your business from these challenges. Plus, this membership offers free legal consultations from seasoned e-commerce attorneys. No long-term contracts. Cancel with a month's notice. So if you want to view Seller Basics, you can just check them out. And that's at sellerbasics.com. Now, please note, Seller Basics is not an insurer or a law firm. Consultations come from independent, uh, comes from the independent firm. Results can vary and membership is needed before events can be claimed and terms apply. So uh, there you go. All right. So we're going to go back to one of our guests that sent in a nice recording. This is from Steve Wiedemann. Uh, ah. SEO, <clears throat> sorry, SEO expert. He's been on, I think, three or four times now. Um, so here is a guest uh, recording. Hey, Norm and Kelsey, thank you so much for letting me hang out with you guys again. This has been so much fun already in all the different podcasts we've been on and so many different adventures and going through the world of search engine optimization and marketing. Um, I know I only have a few minutes, so I just wanted to get, kind of throw out my, my top tips and things to be thinking about as we get into the, uh, the last quarter of 2023 here. First thing, more importantly than than ever, is having a strategy. On the SEO side of things, that means running a full comprehensive technical SEO audit, looking at everything from speed and security and accessibility, mobile friendliness, all those attributes that we know search engines and users care about. We also want to start marking up our content uh, with structured markup, schema.org, as much as we can to provide better rich results and to help build Google's knowledge graph. On the competitive analysis side of things, let's take all of our competitors and let's take a look at all the different attributes that have contributed to them ranking well in search results and create a baseline so we know what to measure against next year. And then let's do a link audit and strategy. Let's take a look at all the links we've earned. Let's look at the top links that our competitors have gone after. Let's go to their top linked content to see what's really driving organic links to their website. Maybe it is a tool, maybe it's a template Maybe it's a, a free service. Maybe it's just some really neat, cool thing that people reference quite a bit. So let's find out what's working for them and draw inspiration and come up with our own campaign. And let's also 
let's also collect all the links our competitors have earned, run a pivot table across all of them and know what our top targets are going to be, where they're likely getting a lot of the referral traffic, not just boosting it, boosting SEO. Uh, lastly, we really, really, really need to start looking at our content strategy, especially in a world of AI with all the thousands of pieces of content that are being spit out by these robots, by these machines. And we really need to start incorporating into our SEO content workflow some things that make our content stand out in a world of AI. And that's going to be really putting our time and energy into um, our firsthand experience and showing search engines and users that we have information that they've never seen before. We've got reviews and testimonials and examples and and photographs and videos of things that that no competitor will put the time and energy into. Let's look at those top 10 pages. Let's extract all the keywords and entities that are making those pages rank. And let's make sure we've addressed them in a way that's more meaningful with a table of contents at the top and uh, really helpful content at the bottom. For our e-commerce, let's do the same thing. Let's look at our categories our product detail pages and compare it against the top 10, top 10 pages and see what we can do to create a strategy that that has more unique, helpful content. Lastly, it's really going to be putting together a strong Looker Studio ecosystem where your key stakeholders can look at your key performance indicators, such as uh, your annual goal for growth in organic search, your annual goal for e-commerce from organic search. Uh, we want to look at and pull in some of our keyword statistics from Ahrefs or SEMrush, whatever you happen to be using, as well as Google Search Console into one beautiful slide-based Google Looker Studio report, enabling all of our team members to look at a timeline of where we're supposed to be at on our SEO campaign or journey for the year, breaking it out by tech, content, um, maybe if you're doing e-commerce, your category product detail pages. If you're doing local, it's going to be your local pages and local subpages. Let's look at all those things in a timeline every month. Let's look at our share of voice in the keywords and the keyword segments that we're tracking uh, across all those different business objectives that are important to you. Um, and then let's get with some of the top consultants and ask them, hey, how can I be doing this better so that every year you're continuously chipping away and, and becoming a better unit as an SEO marketing department? All right. That was my tip for uh, for those folks that are watching this one. Congratulations on the anniversary and having this uh, this fantastic milestone of of hitting a just unbelievable amount of episodes really proud of you really honored to be a part of the you know the celebration and uh enjoy the rest of your day guys all right all right steve's awesome that is steve. I, I, I hope he's listening and by the way here's a little gift for everybody from steve do you want to mention it yep so as you can see in this youtube uh in the youtube chat there is a free SEO course that uh, Steve is giving away. It's worth $599. Steve is giving it away for free for the Lunch with Norm crew. So just use code Lunch with Norm and the code that, uh, or the link that we're dropping here. Um, you can also find it on our discount page, um, which I'll also drop that. That is a place where uh, several of the guests and sponsors have uh, provided some tons. discounts for everyone. Uh, there's tons there. Uh, check it out. And uh, yeah. So I, I want to say like, this isn't Steve just doesn't put out quick information. Uh, we've learned a ton from Steve. Every time he comes on, I learn a ton from him. I just let him talk. I don't have to do anything. But uh, one of the one of the things that he's been talking about uh, is how to build out your your blog information. And we, we've learned Kelsey and I have learned a ton. So I just want to say this. 
that the course that he's offering, it's incredible. Okay. I've, I've gone through it, but if you want to, like we talk about authority. So last time I was, I had no idea, but uh, Steve and Steve doesn't blow his own horn, but I found out that in 60 colleges and universities, I think it was 60, he's written the textbooks on SEO that they're learning from. So he knows SEO. It's not just some little company out there. He's dealt with Disney, Skechers, you name it. And um, he's worked with them. Okay. So Kels, what's next? All right. So I think we're, we're wrapping things up. Um, do you want to do another ad read or um, we've made a little compilation kind of going through lunch with Norm from the beginning to where we are now. Um, so we can go over to there. But uh, I think actually, let's mention some of the giveaway, uh, some of the prizes in the giveaway. I know you have the, the list there. Okay. Well, I did before my computer went out. Uh, let me see. You might have to do some reading. Oh, okay. So we've got. Oh, okay. I'll. Yeah. I'll why don't go. you start while I find it? All right. So um, we've got several courses. Turnkey product management is giving. Um, the grand prize winner, one of four accelerator courses. So whatever you're most interested in, we've got a retail secrets course. We've got uh, the amazing Academy platinum a membership worth $2,000. We've got a Titan network month trial. We've got uh, two other masterminds, one for retail secrets worth $2,400 and a Walmart mastermind from Macau. We've got uh, a year of skill leap, which is an AI community. That's Saj's. He's That's just awesome. on. Yeah. Yep. We have the lifetime VIP Sellerverse membership from Vanessa. We've got an elite seller society. So membership. hold it. Okay. So that's Vanessa Hung. So uh, she's been on a ton of times. Uh, she knows, uh, like, it, I, I, if I want to talk about flat files, if I want to talk about listing optimizations, I usually talk about Vanessa. Yeah. So there are just tons. We've got one of the biggest uh, tickets here is the VIP ticket to BDSS Hawaii, which is worth uh, $7,000. We've got two VIP tickets to the San Diego events, the China Magic ticket. Uh, Did you talk about the WTI? Membership? Not yet, no. Okay, there, maybe I'm yeah. down. Okay, well, go ahead. There's, there's about probably 50 or 60 giveaways, so I don't know if we can go through every single one. Um, so if you want to take it away. Sure. So WTI, uh, Josh and Matt were on today. It's uh, uh, one membership, $299 a month. That's a $6,000 uh, membership. Uh, Brand Clarity, uh, $250 uh, value. Uh, it's a call. Um, and that's with that's with uh, Stephen Fry, right? Kels? Yeah, that's Stephen Fry. Okay, and and that's a forty-five minute call. Uh, if you listen to Stephen on uh, on the podcast, uh, I I would say it's more priceless than anything. Okay, so then we have uh, the uh, IG uh, PPC. This is an Amazon uh, audit, and this is okay. I got to make sure I get this straight. Uh, also, IG PPC is offering fifty percent off their management fee. Uh, of up to $2,000. Okay, brand together. Uh, this is a free catalog fix hour. So uh, 
this uh, I work with Talor Offer and Aaron Harbage, and this is the person that puts together our retail uh, catalog. So you'll get a free catalog. That's usually no, be well, that's, uh, Talal. Talal. Oh, that's Talal. Yeah, the free product uh, catalog. Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought it was Taylor. So thank you, uh, Talal. Uh, there. Now let me see the VIP. See where you are. You messed me up. Okay, we got ten hours of VAA from VAA Philippines. That's glad over there. That's ten hours of work free. Thirty minute consult uh, for Amazon uh, um, for an Amazon appeal from near. Uh, and he's one of the listeners. He's also a good friend, and he's over at MarketWise. Uh, free listing reinstallment by e-commerce Chris. That's worth 2K. External traffic. Okay, now we're talking about Netfluence, Netfluence press release, Netfluence blog article. So both of those together are worth approximately uh, $250. Digital Blacksmith has a free footprint audit and this is almost like a forensic audit. That's a $500 value. Post-Purchase Pro uh, came in with some really great deals. Uh, you get 30 days free of their full Facebook audience that you can contact and, and uh, work with. We also have the other prize from Post-Purchase Pro, and that's their uh, SOP uh, access to their systems, and that's $5,000. There's a Pinterest audit that uh, Mon uh, that uh, um, Lauren Petrula over at Mongoose uh, Media provided. There's a free, talk, uh, free TikTok product review video, and that is from Kelsey. Extreme Power, has, and that's uh, Nick Penoff, a $1,000 value. Uh, this is uh, with a partnership meet, uh, uh, audit. Uh, Hello Tax offers six free VAT, so uh, six free VAT registrations, and that is up to $2,000. Uh, Def Device uh, it offers a free, uh, free Amazon Japan Marketplace assessment. It's $500. Uh, Amazon Advisors, Free uh, strategy assessment, $500. That's from Mike Big. And Amazon Global Offer, 10% uh, of Blueprint Expansion Program. It's 250 from Mike. A Go Advance Offer, free feasibility analysis for LATAM. Uh, so uh, Latin American Expansion, it's $1,000. Okay, now we're going to get into some products. Stack Rack Giveaway. $79, contractor pack of, uh, of stack rack valued at $79. RG, um, uh, JRD, this is rad, solar headset. I have one. This is fantastic. You'll get one. A Kuma knife set. You hear me talking about this product all the time. And it is, I, I don't know what it's worth, probably three dollars $400. I use these knives all the time and they're, they're fantastic. Ah, oh, a, um, a free start, scale, exit, repeat book. Uh, that is uh, the one that Colin and I were talking about. On Amazon, we've got SOP box from Steve Simonson, one year subscription. I forget what the uh, the the cost was on that. I think it's six hundred. Uh, one call with Amy Weiss. Oh, this is a pretty good prize package. Um, creative percentage. 
so uh, Frank Acosta, Acosta over at um, Creative Percent is going to give us a product video for $5,000. Gatita is going to give you up to $5,000 commission-free reimbursements. AZ Seller uh, Kit is uh, got six months free. That's uh, at $3,000. Frisbee is an NRI registration, $350. Uh, oh, Vincenzo Toscano, $350 for, for a free consult. 50% off any service from EcomC. Uh, and that's from Vincenzo as well. Paul at uh, Paul Raffleson over at Ecom Law or over at Seller Basics uh, is going to provide the free trademark. Uh, I'm giving an audit. That's I would charge about $1,500 for that. Plus, I'm doing a free 30-minute session. Um, Amazon Experts is giving one image optimization uh, photography. So that's going to be eight images, two main, two lifestyle, three infographic. That's $9.99. Post-Purchase Pro, so that's the amazing system. Uh, SOP system. That's $5,000. Hono is giving a, a free tariff terminator. Hono is also going to give a worldwide free uh, a month of the supply chain management. That's 400 Free year storage uh, over at Honu. And did I get everything, Kelsey? And then last one is turnkey management is offering uh, the their Amazon listing checklist, a five-step masterclass, uh, insights to sell on Amazon, uh, SOPs, and uh, I think there's even more. But I think uh, there's so many. Yeah, good. So yes. anyways, whoever wins, uh, these are all independent. So we're just kind of putting them together. But each one of these are kind of putting, uh, provided the product. Uh, we're acting as a liaison and we'll get you in touch with everybody. But uh, good luck. I'm not sure who it is, but here you go. All right. So, and I, I hope it, this is good for an Amazon seller. Anybody who's not an Amazon seller. Uh. All right. So here is the wheel of Kelsey. It's the wheel of Kelsey 500. We injected some steroids into it and hope you enjoy. It's Okay. Oh, when the brothers get together. <laughs> yeah. So here we go. It's what you've all been waiting for. The grand prize. We've entered everyone who signed up. Um, from the sign-up page and the King Sumo page, let's see who the winner is. Okay. Right. So, so you've Amy got her information. We've got her information. We're going to reach out to them because the list of giveaways is just so massive. Um, probably not going to be able to use all of those giveaways and all of it, go to the, all the events. So whatever doesn't get chosen by Amy, will go to the next winners and um, 
just to make sure all the winners on the line. Done. So if you've won any of the four, there's a chance that you're going to be getting other prizes trickling down. And we also have giveaways for everybody, uh, not giveaways, but uh, just services that some of the people uh, provided as for everybody. Uh, there's also a huge, huge Donald Trump, huge. Can I say that? Mm -hmm. Huge. Uh uh, discount package. So if you go to our resource page, so this is just our way of saying thank you to everybody from our community to listen. Anybody new, thank you for listening. And oh, what was Seem? This is see, we always talk on Friday with Seem, and I see that you're on. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> so what next, Kels? All right. So I think we've rounded everything out. Um, Again, the winner was Amy. Congratulations, Ooh. everyone. This has been the longest lunch with Norm at three hours and 51 minutes. We had, I think, 21 guests in total come on. Uh, the Can most we do this every podcast? Please, no. But uh, thank you so much, everyone, for watching. Um, it's been awesome seeing all the comments come in. Uh, I'm going to just... There's one Amy on the list too, so we know who the the Amy is. But it was great to see everyone uh, join us. We've been on for three years now, so a lot. Of, I know people get carried away. They get um, they focus on other work. Maybe they move away from Amazon, or maybe they're just busy. Um, but it was really nice to see everyone uh, come back for this 500th episode and just have all of the guests come back too and. Uh, we didn't get to every single guest that uh, was on the podcast. Uh, we wish we could, but it's been awesome. And thank you so much. And it's been awesome getting to know people and meet people in person uh, like Tony and Christine. And there's just so many uh, Tom, AMZ elites. Uh, it's been an awesome adventure. Uh, if you haven't yet, make sure you join our community too. Um, we are on Facebook, the Lunch with Norm, Amazon FBA and e-commerce collective. So much to do. We've got Joe as well, who's going to be on the podcast next week. Wednesday. Which, uh, we're yeah. super excited about talking AI. But if you're new, we do the podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 12 Eastern time. So check us out. Make sure you subscribe. And uh, again, congrats to all the winners. And Guess what I'm doing in about five minutes. Very nice. I'm going to sleep. Right, right there. You're not going to have one. Yeah. So, okay, this is it. I'm glad we got through this. Oh boy, I was wondering how I'm going to talk for four hours. Luckily, my computer shut off halfway through. But uh, thank you so much for joining. Uh, Kelsey said it all. You know, we really appreciate you being part of the community. If you're not part of the community, head over to our Facebook group, join. It's very interactive, lots of engagement. And join us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at noon. Eastern Standard Time. We don't usually go four hours. We go for an hour. All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. And thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank you to all the sponsors. And holy moly, Kelsey. Yes. We forgot ad reads. Uh, I've, I, you don't check your messages very well. Okay, well, before we leave, I got to make these ad reads and we're going to cut them in to the show. First of all, this is Intellerank, and I love Intellerank. Um, this is a great company. 
uh, I got to meet them when I was in Turkey. So first of all, <coughs> no pressure. Holy crap. I can't even, can't believe I did this. Boost your online brand with Intellerank, a leader in digital marketing. With over seven years of expertise, they excel in product launches, brand campaigns, and unbeatable social media strategies. They craft <clears throat> product listings primed for top e-commerce platforms like Amazon, ensuring that, the, uh, that you stand out in the search results. Their secret, harnessing you. <clears throat> wow, just a second here. Let me clear my throat. There we go. No bloopers. Their secret, harnessing user-generated content from authentic uh, photos to testimonials, amplifying your brand's trust. Trust Intellerank to weave a captivating social media story for your brand blending compelling narratives and vivid content. Evalu evaluate your online presence with uh, Intellerank today. They're awesome. We use them. Okay, now, Kels, come on back. Yes. Okay, now I got one more to read. Oh, I got two more to you read. Two more to read. Oh, boy. Okay, we're talking about a VASC, and a VASC has been awesome. I love the team over there. Um so this is another one of our sponsors. If you're a business, if your businesses are searching for a trusted accounting company, let's try it again. If your business is searching for a trusted accounting company, you have to check out Avask. Renowned for their financial in the financial sector, Avask has garnished a reputation for their impeccable customer service and comprehensive accounting solutions. Their clientele consistently applauds their approach, um, emphasize, emphasizing both their meticulous um, attention to deal and their dedication to ensuring fiscal clarity. Whether you're a startup or established enterprise, businesses find solace in Avask financial acumen. For those aiming to streamline their financial processes and gain deeper insights, Avask stands as a beacon of reality. Okay, and the final one, and this is for Paul uh, Raffleson uh, over at Seller Basics. Just give me a sec, and we'll get to him. Here we go, and this is this is uh, from Paul. Okay. And he's got, he's got something going on pretty cool. So let me see. Planning to exit your e-commerce business within the year? Don't leave it to chance. Raffleson Law offers a free exit planning session. Gain insights into what buyers expect, optimize your strengths, and address areas for improvement. With the fourth quarter rush, with the fourth quarter rush around the corner, now's the time to plan. Reach out to Paul Raffleson at paul at ecom.law or uh, what is, oh, Kel's help. I just lost what I was going to say. I'm going to let you just sit in this a little bit. Okay. This will be in the next blooper reel. No. So reach out to Paul Raffleson at paul at ecom.law today. Uh, and that's Paul Raffleson Law. There. So. I lost one word. I stayed here red-faced with one word. Okay, now that's it. And by the way, for those sponsors, we're going to be highlighting those also into our regular 
um, lunch with Norm uh, because we got you at the end. Okay, everybody. Now that's it. I promise that's it. You don't have to look at my face anymore. Uh, we will see you Monday, Wednesday, Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for putting up with our antics today. And hopefully we get another 500 under our belt. And I definitely won't have any hair left, including the beard, probably. See you later. And thanks for uh, joining us today. Lunch with the, lunch with the, lunch with the.